I love vamp. I have the movie poster. In my I have the movie poster. <laughs> the vampire's movie poster. It's yours if you want it. No, I I'm good. It. <laughs> I'm all right. No, I know. I, I promised I'd give it to Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Hart. Yeah. No, the, no, the guy from Kevin's the guy from uh, that that movie. Star oh, hey, I'm, I'm sure he has many of those posters. I, asked, I said, do you have this? And he's like, no. I said, I have it if you want it. Get out of town. It, it'd be good for like uh, for the, for Halloween. And so I said, I have that. I have to give him like a bunch of posters. So, yeah. 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 Next time I get the chance, uh, I'll bring them all over there. I think we're we're at we're on at backside attack. Advocate Abe. Man, I used the wrong uh, the wrong part of the the conversation. Oh, that's okay, man. It's pretty good. Uh, I wouldn't stress out too much about it. No. Nope. Some of the stuff out of the way. There. Uh, we have to do a little bit of a attorney Ani. Let's uh, let's even get a little bit of uh, this going on. A little bit of light. Oh, some light action. Ah. That's uh. That's gonna sit there. Nicely, nice. Now too much, too much. Now we don't need that. Ah. I, think, I, don't I hurt think, my eyes. It, it's it. a lot. Yeah. That's uh. That's like twenty percent. That that's guy. Twenty percent. That's twenty percent. Ah, okay. That is a real a real piece of work. Yeah. Vampires, you think is where James Woods peaks. I think that's that was his last, uh, like you know when, uh, like you know when Titanic where that guy was like you know when he fell off the Titanic when it broke in half and you see the guy falling down towards the, the and then, rotor yeah then he hits the rotor yeah yeah vampires was the rotor oh good lord yeah and he's like uh, so he's like he's like ah it's over and then he's like nope one more boom and then and then it, then he then, and he then fell. that's it that's and you'll it. never hear from him or care about him or uh, wonder where his career went after that. James Woods, because the thing is, it's so hard to be a diehard Republican in Hollywood. Yeah. So you have to like either uh, be you're either ousted or you have to practice in public. You yeah. know where you know where he went. I think like that was the the last straw. And I don't. I, this is my Hollywood conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. My Hollywood conspiracy theory is all that stuff that happened to him during nine eleven. Mm-hmm. When he made the phone call because he saw something, so he said something. Yeah. Because he was, I think, like oh on yeah, a plane yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, right? yeah. Where mm-hmm. he saw somebody like doing some shit with a plane. Or whatever he thought he saw, mm-hmm. and he couldn't talk about it. And then he made a big deal about what he saw. And then Leno tried to ask him, "Hey, man, so what the hell?" What the hell? Yeah, exactly. And then he went on this whole like, "Jay, I told you I can't talk about it." Mm-hmm. And he kind of had that little moment. And Leno was like, "I'm gonna end his career. <laughs> I'm gonna kill this guy's life." Oh man, yeah, that's uh, it's hard. Like Bruce Willis, um, all those like a bunch of like Repub- like hardcore Republicans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's tough on those. It's guys, tough, man. man. Like like Bruce Willis has like the. Uh, like he has the star power, right? So like everyone can be like, yeah, you know what? You are a hardcore Republican. Like they make fun of it, but they yeah. still everyone still loves him because like he's well, he doesn't really. He's not super vocal about it either. He's not, but he will wear like he's worn mega hats before, and well, uh, I'm sure, but yeah, he doesn't but, but, but like he, chant. Yeah, he doesn't like. Uh, uh, he's not anti-establishment. Like, yeah, but uh, but yeah, but James Woods was like he's he's a bit of an asshole about it. He is, and it's sad that uh, that Hollywood has become so politicized. Yeah, and so yeah, he's just he paid the price for that. He really did. It, it's weird, right? It's odd that you can be a Democrat in Hollywood, and mm-hmm. everybody's just like part of the norm. Yeah, exactly. You can talk so much shit about the right, and mm-hmm. then the second you're on the right, and you talk about the left, mm-hmm. you're you're kind of like demonized for it. Yeah, and you can't make a movie about it. Well, look so. at Chris Pratt, right? Chris mm-hmm. Pratt may or may not be Republican. Who knows? But people are assuming he doesn't out like he doesn't outright talk about his religious or political beliefs. Yeah. But people are shitting all over him as the worst Chris in Hollywood. Yeah. It's yeah. all speculation. It's all speculation. Yeah. You so. don't know anything about this guy. Mm-hmm. And everything you think you know about him, like the church he belongs to, well, maybe he doesn't like that aspect of his church, but he's like he's been there a long time. Yeah. And the thing is too is like the like the the fact that people care is just, just feeds into the the whole uh stigma of like of Hollywood saying that oh, yeah. uh, it's uh it's all um uh, you have to like if you're not if you're 
Republican and you're, you're trying to be in a Star Wars movie, best of luck and yeah, yeah. and Marvel and all, all that shit. So I'm like, ah, it's just garbage. It's all garbage, man. People people put way too much stock into the, into their team, right? Like they pick a team, and if you're not on my team, then you're against my team, and I'm gonna hate your team, and I'm gonna make sure people know what team you're on. I'm gonna smear campaign the shit out of that. AK. Uh, modern day tribalism. Modern day tribalism. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to stay away from that because it's becoming like a hot buzzword people like to use. I think you, you know. You know, you know reason it's I, accurate though. No, you know the thing is, I kind of want. I, I was gonna. Ret- I was gonna retract it. I wasn't gonna say it yeah. because we say it here a lot. We do. Yeah, but it's becoming very buzzy. Yeah, like it was one of those things where for I, a little while there it was like a new word people were using, mm-hmm. and now it's like everybody just uses. Yeah. It. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I, okay. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll. I'll try. I'll, I'll try to curb it you on can, it. You can use it as much as you want. I'm not saying it's a bad word. No, I'll find another word for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's all right. But uh, oh, that might be you. We we might have a caller calling in later. Uh, Currently, do we have it now? Let's see here. Uh, oh no, it's my cousin. He lives in New York. He said um, he was. Uh, he wrote a song. On he a, is. He, uh, well, he he made a synth. Well, uh, he's the at backside attack. Yeah, he's you he's, a, he's actually backside attack is his band, and he actually made he has he bought a synth for I guess for people who don't know. And he's uh, same thing with me too. Today is that uh, um, after we heard that Alex Trebek passed away, uh, it was tearful. But um, and then he's like, yeah, "I wrote a song for Alex Trebek." Oh, cool, man! Yeah, so he's almost done it, and he's gonna post it on here so I can listen to if it. If anybody does wonder where they can hear his music on SoundCloud at Backside Attack, yeah, he's got some cool tracks. Yeah, exactly, he's on iTunes. Uh, yeah. yeah, so you can just go to go to um, uh, not on Backside Attack though. Not on Instagram, no. You are the Instagram ad back subject. Yeah, exactly. So you stole that from him. Yeah, so his his album's called CN eight, Central Nerve Eight. Okay. And, yeah, and uh I guess that's a that's a chemistry term and uh yeah, backside attack is a chemistry term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, R. I. P. Alex Trebek, man. Yeah. He's a real bummer. A real um, a lot of a lot of real bummer celebrity passings. How are you? How are Meeker? Meeker as well. That was a really rough one too. Meeker worked on a lot of uh, a lot of pretty rad projects. Howie was like uh, he he was a hockey basically a hockey brain, mm-hmm. but in 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 basically in the eighties. So, but also he was very instrumental on on how Team Canada was to how they were going to play the you know, the the Russian team. Really? So oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. he made them knuckle down. He he went through the logistics. Yeah. This is that whole eighties. Uh, not the American Miracle Alliance bullshit. No, this the is Summit Series. Yeah, kind of this stuff. is yeah. Canada versus the Red Army. Yeah, the and, Red uh, Army. Yeah, so like, uh, yeah, he was very instrumental in that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, it was sad that he died right after. And him, he uh, he knew Alex Trebek because how, how like Alex Trebek he did the he did the playoff commentary on an on an LH on a Stanley Cup game or he narrated something back in the six late sixties. Really? Oh, you know yeah. what? He did kind of have like a not not a tryout, but like he was going to be one of those guys. I think in one of those like what you're talking about. Maybe, yeah. It was like one of those kind of things where they put you on a game to see how you're going to do. And then he ends up having a different career Could be, path. Yeah, yeah. Cuz like uh, I remember Meeker, th- uh, not to, oh, go no, ahead. Yeah, so I say like the, I guess yeah cuz he was a die hard Detroit like, Red Wings fan. Red Wings guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Meeker was Red Wings or the Bruins. Uh, Meeker, I think he he was just a I think he was more of like Toronto or Montreal, I would guess. Was it? Yeah. I don't know why I kind of thought. He or had maybe Oilers, because like he was, because uh, I know he had he taught he was a coach in, uh, in in Edmonton. Yeah, for he a was while. Because I, I I was like, oh man, I'd love to go uh, go to his hockey camp, mm-hmm. and uh, even though I had no no skills, but like, uh, well, none of us did, but we all wanted to go. Uh, the only thing I could do was skate. Really? That <laughs> and, was that was your special skill. My my, I could skate, and I wasn't that good of a ice hockey player, mm-hmm. and I could play street hockey, but I couldn't combine the b- both 
being really good. We could all kind of do street hockey, but uh, the skating, the skating for me, I could go in a straight line really well, and I could do uh, turns really well. Yeah, and I could skate backwards until I was like 14. And I took a year off. Mm-hmm. And I was like 15, 16. All of a sudden, I couldn't do shit. Yeah, like I was just awful at everything. Yeah, it's it's, it's but hot, skating is one of those things where like if you have to practice, you have to keep practice. Like you gotta keep it up, keep it, keep at it because yeah. like learning how to stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think for me, it's like the most important thing about about doing that is uh, making sure that you have the proper skates and they're laced properly. Super Cause, important. Because you don't want like this. Cause the wobbly shit. The wobbly shit, yeah. it makes skating impossible. It's um, it's one it, of those it, deals. It, like, it renders it possible. It renders impossible. it impossible. Yeah. If you don't keep up those um, those little stabilizer muscles in your ankle. Yeah. Like you have to keep them built. Yeah. They got to keep going. Yeah. Because if you, if you don't tie your skates tightly and properly, yeah. your, your ankles are going to get like so sore. And you're no. gonna not be able to skate for like you'll skate for like maybe ten minutes and then you're gonna call it. I mean, cool. And on the uh, the heels, I want to hear it. Alex Drubeck passing away. Yes, I have a uh, a fairly fun little story that my cousin kind of accidentally made happen. So my cousin, she's uh, I can't remember what her handle is, uh, Mill Mill, and she's also got another podcast she works on in Vancouver mm-hmm. that's got to do with like the uh, Kamigata Maru, and she ha- does like a research on on like basically like Indians in Canada does a lot of that kind of stuff. I'm, that's all layman's term. She does more than that, mm-hmm. but uh, PhD she's. Uh, the little the little genius in our family. Mm-hmm. So last night after Trebek passes away, she posts just a fun little tweet about Alex Trebek and how our grandmother, who lived with me here, um, would watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy in her evening block of TV. Her Price is Right and she watched Another World. Those mm-hmm. were her daytime shows. Mm-hmm. And Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy when she ate. It was like religious. Those shows in the morning, those shows at night. So she just fires off a little tweet. Says, you know what? It's kind of neat to see that how so many immigrant stories are coming out. Basically, mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna paraphrase how many immigrant stories are coming out. Our grandmother learned how to speak English by watching uh, a lot of game shows and soap operas, primarily, blah blah blah, and Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Yeah. Uh, give her like I don't know, thirty seconds, a minute, whatever it was. She checks back in, and her tweet has just kind of blown up. Like it's just one of those things. She's like, I've never experienced this experienced this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't just blow up, but CNN picks up her tweet. Oh. And she gets a private message from some CNN journalist and says, hey, uh, just wondering if you don't mind, would it be okay if we used your tweet? Now, she works in media, uh, and so she kind of has an idea of how to parse information out to somebody and say, yeah, you can go ahead and use it, mm-hmm. but not here, here, and here, and here. And she says, go ahead, go nuts. And they're going to package that into a little vignette that's going to go on a, a CNN tribute piece. I think it did last night or it did today. No way. On Alex Trebek. So our grandmother, who's a little bit of a, who was, Kind of like considered to be the Yoda of our family, always mm-hmm. giving you the good information, the good the good knowledge, the the good heart of the family is the first member of our family. When we say first, legitimately, the first member of our family to be on CNN. That That's she'll awesome. kind of be in uh, in a cute little tweet. She'll That's get to cool. yeah. So I was so happy my cousin pulled it off. She calls me up. And she's like, ah, oh, super cool thing happened. I hope it's okay. It's all this stuff going on. It's so, a so, tweet. So when is this going? When is this happening? I think it happened last night or today. Can you send me a link to that? Maybe? I will. She's yeah. uh, she's got a link coming my way. I'll shoot you the tweet that was uh, that was up. I'll put sure, it up yeah. on, on yeah. YouTube right now. But um, it was kind of cute that she she just casually mentioned this little tweet in response to my another cousin's tweet mm. who's very active on Twitter. And CNN was kind of like, hey, you know, uh, we, we want to use that. So it's just this cute little thing that happened. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it was sad. When Super I, when, sad when I found out about. It. I was so wow. sad because like I loved. Uh, that was my. That is hands down my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite shows. What is depression? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> the passing of Alex Trebek. It's um, it that that's what it is. Oh, I did the whole thing backwards. Depre- but that that's what it is. Yeah, man. it's like, oh, we have a uh, we have a call. We have our caller. Um, do you want to give him a shout on yours? I've got like three percent battery here. I have sixty-eight. Oh my goodness! 
Actually, yeah. you want to you want to answer? Just tell him that. Uh, we'll... No, I hang up. Oh, <laughs> he's he's but, got the uh, the old. Hang let's up. just see if he calls me. Yeah, yeah. I know. I didn't. I didn't let it go to voicemail. He got three or four calls. And I just I just ditched him. So he will likely call you. Um, Raj SS99 is giving us a, a call here yep. in a little bit. How do I... Um, I've got this set up so you can pop your phone into it and we'll just put the mic right up to your speaker. Okay, let's, let's do this. I'll call him. Right on you. You want to give us a microphone check? Sure. Can you, is that good? Can you yeah. Yep, we can good. hear you really yep. well. Excellent, buddy. How's it All going? Right. Good. It's, you know, obviously, uh, congratulations to humanity. <laughs> it, it feels uh it's weird because like we were just talking about how it's we've kind of gotten back into this place where it's normal yeah brother yeah we're in a normal place now also just so you know you are on right now yeah yeah i know the roger ss99 bingo you got it brother. <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> uh I, I, like i said i really wanted to call into uh Barely safe for work podcast election edition, right? Of course, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, we'll, um, so, we'll put this on 4K. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> post election week. So, yeah. So, Vic, uh, Raj told me you guys had a little bet going on. Yeah, that, that, that was back that, that was back before COVID hit. That was the, uh, was he going to get impeached? Yeah. Was, was he going to get kicked out of office? Yeah, we get kicked out of office. So, yeah, that was uh, that was the Orange Theory bet. That was the Orange Theory yeah. bet. And I didn't think he's going to get impeached. I thought he, well, I didn't think he's going to get kicked out from impeachment. Oh, okay. So, well, yeah, no, fair enough. I didn't think either. But did you think he would win re-election? Absolutely. I have yeah, no faith in, in the American voting people at all. I thought for sure oh. he's going to win again. Okay, I think so I said it here last episode. I'm like, he's yeah, going to win did, again. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So, Vic, what do you think caused... What to occur? To occur? Do you think? What, what well, Rogers has nine nine. Many factors come into play. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I think, man. Okay, so I kind of broke it down. I was talking about it like uh, uh, with some people, like family members and stuff this week. <clears throat> I have, a, I have yeah. this, I have this whole breakdown basically about voter disenfranchisement from both like poor blacks and poor whites and whatever it was. But ultimately, what it came down to is just more people came out to vote. Well, 100%. That's, that, that's literally all it was. I don't think anybody outside, I don't think anybody has any um, issues in saying Biden might not be the right guy. I think you've heard it from Republicans who voted for him. I think you've heard it from Democrats who voted for him. Biden might not be the right guy. Kamala Harris is very likely the right person as a VP and probably a great president. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think people are just so sick of the madness that came out in bigger numbers on the Democrat side and voted. Well, here's the thing, though. Only Joe... Was yeah. the only guy that could beat him. You think he's the only guy who could beat him? Only guy, because to take on a personality as big as Trump, yeah. and the, the and the loyal and the, and the humongous following. Remember, Trump had seventy million of the popular vote. Biden yeah, he's number two right? in the amount of votes. Right. So, but to to combat such an enormous presence, you got to have a you had to take a name that was known all over the U.S. Like hundred yeah. percent. Well, name recognition was fifty percent of the battle, and black votership too, right? Well, at, the, at Joe's speech, right, his uh, president-elect speech, he said, the African community saved me again. Mm-hmm. Right? So he has that built-in base and no other Democrat candidate has, right? And not to mention, it's because of Cindy McCain. Yeah. He, he's, getting, he's getting Arizona. Yeah, I mean, there's, that's a, like a double whammy, right? If Trump had never said anything about John McCain, Cindy McCain wouldn't have been mobilized to get people in her grouping, like that you know Republican housewife voter in Arizona, to come out and vote for Biden. Is that what those women are called? Yeah. 
I would I would say that's a pretty <laughs> pretty accurate way to put it. I, I think that's what it is. I think there's yep. like the soccer mom vote in Arizona mm-hmm. that believes in and trusts Andy McCain and probably loved John McCain and didn't like hearing their guy get bashed by this dude. Yeah, I think yeah. Well, Trump has like I think he has like numerous names for women. Oh yeah, yeah. Suburban, uh, you suburban women. Uh, you suburban women. Yeah. You love me. Yeah, sluts, whores. <laughs> He's got it all. He's got it all. Well, the suburban women vote was crucial, but obviously, uh, you know, 97% of black women voted for Trump. Yeah. Right? No. And 97% of black Trump, women? 97% of black women. Voted for Trump. You mean for Biden? No, sorry. I mean, Biden. Biden. Biden, Biden, yeah. Biden sorry. Right. And I know Trump's uh, voter uh, pr- uh, of, uh, approval went up with a little bit with black men and Latino men, but mm-hmm. overall, 80% of men, black men, voted for Joe Biden, right? So, yeah. And... I mean, I talked. I talked to Reggie about this uh, already, uh, Vic. But Stacey Abrams, man. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, Stacey Abrams, like she, she got screwed over uh, her run as governor of Georgia, and yeah. the last two years, um, she mobilized. I thought it was hundred thousand, but it's almost eight hundred thousand voter registrations to get Georgia to fucking flip to Biden. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Arizona, Georgia, the last time it became blue was 1992, 28 years ago. Yeah. That's a long time. I mean, and that's during the last uh, Republican purge. Mm-hmm. Well, that was when Bill Clinton won, right? That's so, when Clinton, yeah, uh, turned him into a one-termer. And then Arizona was the last time Clinton, again, in 96. So the point is, I mean, Arizona was Cindy McCain's efforts, right? And then yep. Georgia was Stacey Abrams to help Joe. And I, I mean, that, I mean, no other Democrat candidate could have pulled that off in my opinion uh, like bernie sanders is too progressive too far left right yeah. so kamala doesn't have the popularity or the name recognition all across the u.s that joe has because he was vp for many years not yeah. to mention a senator for 47 years right yeah she, she she's she is like she's good as the as the vice president as the vice president she 100%. couldn't have gotten steam yeah, as she, the president exactly she yeah. she she's a good foundation to like for him to like lean upon if like yeah. for for especially like unless you've heard for, for well this is her jumping off point like from here she's going to gain that yeah with she, she will she will learn from biden yeah for sure so yeah mm-hmm. but i agree this is totally her jumping point because in four years if she's wants to run for president biden yeah. can't she totally can do it now and doesn't have to worry about he he's he's there now he's yeah. totally there now mm-hmm. for sure no but and, I, I totally um, agree because i mean if you like we said last time i think like booty judge was never going to get have a chance no, um andrew no. yang they're not, like you're not going to turn a lot of the you know, a no. hard line, like a Judeo-Christian white voting for the Republican Party that would vote for Biden, they're not going to vote for Yang. Yeah, and Buttigieg doesn't, no, didn't no. really, his his healthcare plan was all over the place, and that's, yeah. that's what, that his, and his, and America's not ready for a gay president. No, and they're they're not, I mean, like, that's, 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 it's, the, that's their problem. The hardest, mm-hmm. the hardest nut to crack for any Democrat is going to be the Judeo-Christian white vote. Yeah. That, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. The wasp Judeo-Christian white vote. You're not going to... And that's not like a knock on them. It's just they have uh, a, like a, a historic voting, like built-in generational voting, right? They're going to vote Republican, and it's going to be hard to get them out of that. But they see Biden as a Catholic. Yep. They see Biden as like, well, he's Christian enough to not turn on us. So, you know, he might not be that bad. For mm-hmm. now, we got to get rid of the nut. So go Biden. Yeah. 
Well, and Biden is a centrist, right? Yeah, so exactly. 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 So yeah. I, I, he can reach right. his hand across the aisle yep. and uh, and not get not get it like slapped in his face. Well, I do think how wild it is too. Like when you hear people like uh, like McConnell and and yep. the the other Republicans who aren't saying that Trump has lost or Trump should they concede. Yeah, they, they haven't said like they haven't come out and said uh, not that, but they have yeah. said that I look forward to working with Joe Biden. Yeah, and be- seeing him build a uh, a bipartisan cabinet. Yeah, that's that's kind of a way to like have your cake and eat it too. Exactly. So. So McConnell said today that Trump has every right to explore and you know examine his legal challenges, which is technically true, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Trump is trying. I mean, McConnell is obviously is a is a master politician, right? So, oh yeah. Uh, in 2016, when Joe Biden retired, yeah, McConnell gave an amazing speech saying that Biden was one of his close friends and he trusts him implicitly, right? Uh, so I can see Biden and McConnell working on things. Bipartisan on some things. Obviously, there's no way McConnell's going to approve no. the four trillion dollar tax cut. He's not. He's not. No. He's not going to approve that that Medicare plus public option. He's not going to approve that, right? But now this is a huge, huge battle coming up in January with the two Senate runoff races in Georgia. Mm-hmm. If now cause here's the thing in Georgia. Every year up until this year is considered guaranteed red. You all, you, you're Republican Georgia. You'll get it, yeah. right? So two candidates this year. Like they're going against incumbent uh, Senate races against Republicans, and the Republicans didn't even get fifteen to fifty percent of the vote, which is the, which is what you need to, to kind of get uh, 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 voted in, right? Mm-hmm. So now now they have two Senate off runoff races in January, but the thing is, Stacey Abrams brought the black vote to give Georgia to Biden, right? Yeah. So the people who voted in November uh, just a week ago for the Senate races, President Trump was still president. Now, when they do it in January, Biden's going to be president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, we talked about this earlier today, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, that, I'm really wondering what how much that, that's going to that, uh, change the dynamic now because now you have a new president in now, right? It's Will gonna, it be it's, no, it's, it, I, I think I – think, uh, um, personally speaking, I could be wrong, but I think it's going to change the dramatic because, yeah, because the, uh, the narrative is going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. So on both sides, on both right? sides, yeah. So like, if you're if he's coming in, if it's coming into January where Biden's going to take office, you have to realize when you're when pe- when when that happens, people are going to realize I'm doing I'm doing this because Biden's in office or my, I'm, because uh, Trump is going to be out. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna. I think the narrative because the narrative change. Yeah, it's going to make a difference. Exactly, because the Republicans are going to be ranting, ranting, raving. Oh, if you vote these two in, the radical left will have full control of the Senate. But and, they, yeah. and the Dems, well, we we talked. Sorry, Roger King. Sorry, finish your point. Yeah, and then the Dems would be saying, "Listen, we Georgia hired Georgia is blue now. Hired uh, voted Biden. We have a new president. Give us control of the Senate so we can get our legislation passed without gridlock." Yeah, so that you get you get that you get your two years of uh of power before two you years lose of freedom. it <laughs> before you before yeah. you lose it. Yeah, because yeah. no, yeah, no one, no, you, yeah. yeah, no one holds on to all that power forever. So. No, uh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Two years. Yeah. In the Two mid- years. Mid-terms, yeah. Every year, the the party in power loses seats in the house. Every every time. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's historically every single time. Yeah. Every single time. So the Dems are going to lose it for sure. So, but if they can have two years of unfiltered bullshit to pass yeah. voter suppression uh, regulation, the Medicare plus public health option, and I don't, like maybe some climate change initiatives. I'm just saying off the top mm-hmm. of my head, right? Yeah. 
that's going to be huge. It's going to be big. I think um, like what you what you saw in the southern U.S. states that pushed that vote over is that there were a lot of black voters who feel like oh, and minority absolutely. voters who yeah. feel like their voice finally matters. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. Yeah, because yeah. these are the these are um, a lot of these voters, regardless of skin color, is like they're they're just. Um, uh, yeah, because they're the ones who are the disen- like I guess for lack of a better term, the dis- dis- disenfranchised. Dis- right? No, that's that's the term. And so, like, yeah, Big so time. and they're like, and they're these are the people who have been who've been lied to, mm-hmm. and so they none of these people benefited from any of the lies that uh, that Trump that Trump said, right? So like they had, that was their um, that was their leaping off point. That's that's what it is. Yeah. It's once they realize they've got an opportunity or a chance, and a vote will matter, and they're not going to be suppressed. And they can get out there and vote, especially when you have like pre like early voting and mail in ballots, all that kind of stuff, right? Yep. They will come out in numbers and vote. And now they've seen that it works, they could very likely come out in bigger numbers mm-hmm. and go from being disenfranchised to seeing their voice matters and push the state into blue. Yeah, and it's it's also had the effect on the uh, on on the rich because like once Joe Biden was uh, and Roger, we talked about this is that uh, as soon as Joe Biden was named president, all the trust fund people, yep. all the all the people they were like. Uh, where the hell because they were starting to, we're going to put our cash into overseas accounts. Yeah. Cuz like, you know, like how the hell are we, how am I going to access this money because I know it's going to be taxed at like mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like I think it's for over 400,000 you get taxed. I, I just know I think like it's 400,000 40,000 dollars under your tax is very like it's it's reasonably very minimal, right? Yeah, but, it's I mean, it's over a re- that yeah, you get taxed. Yeah, you get taxed quite well, a bit. Well, just I mean, look at Survivor. You make a million bucks, you walk home with five hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like it's like forty eight percent. Yeah, they, but it's like they're not gonna like they're not gonna steal your wealth. No, nope. like, like no one's gonna no, like no, they, they don't no. want you to like they're not gonna make they're not gonna be they're not they're gonna make it so like company like you know companies starve. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, but also don't forget like all these people who do have corporations. Like I mean, like the trust fund kids obviously are gonna go overseas and put yeah. their money in tax sheltered areas. But at the same time, corporations. The way they operate. Oh you're yeah, have, yeah. They all, it's a it's a machine. Yeah, CEOs no. know how. Like even small businesses know how to incorporate themselves. Yeah, they know how to get paid a salary from their company. Mm-hmm. They get paid under four hundred thousand dollars while their company is still making so so much money. Yeah, right? and, they, and they will make sure that they they will future proof themselves. They know how to game the system. Yeah, they know yeah. how to do that. So there are there's a lot of business out there that isn't going anywhere. Yeah, but these are knee jerk fears that yeah. people are having. So it's like Republicans lose, Dems win, gun sales go up. Yeah, right. I mean, before they get your guns. Buy as many as you can. Actually, did you hear about Walmart? They took all the took them off the shelf. Take all the they yeah. took everything off the shelves. All weapons. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the fear, okay. right? You never know who's gonna who's yeah. gonna get mobilized to buy a gun and shoot up a did, <laughs> state capital. Did, did you see all the arrests? I, I'll tell you, Raji, the, uh, today that did you see the arrests of all those, those mobilized people who were at the the, yeah. the, the, the polling stations? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The police were just like arresting them. They were taking their guns away. Well, they were. I mean, a lot of that was you're you are in a like in a government building. And are you trying to threaten people from coming in? Yeah. And clearly they were, right? I mean, the whole idea was we're trying to keep certain people away while we can see what's going on. And are you going to go into the building? Who knows, right? Yeah. So they just got moved away. I yeah. don't think they got arrested, arrested, but they all got... Yeah, because, yeah, they were, they were, well, they were taken away. And like, they were taken but away. But also they were, these, if you look at these guys, it looked like they were going to like storm Mosul or something. Like they were, it was crazy. Well, it's the wannabe Navy SEAL, right? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, if, yeah, wannabe Navy SEAL. If you want to be in the army, no, be in the uh, army. Yeah, no, these guys probably tried out for the army and they got kicked out for being be, too yeah. crazy or what do they go when they get uh, the form number on top this yeah. is this number number they, 6.2 yeah they fail the physical or yeah. fail the, the psychological test you used to have a 110 psych- psychological for sure right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy man it's crazy crazy but at the same so, time so, like return to normalcy yeah well, well like I said and uh, you know agree with both of you guys the key thing for January because that that can change the dramatic power yeah is, is, Senate, like if you they get the Senate, Biden can 
do a lot. So and then Vic, like you said, the turnout, like Stacey Abrams, everybody bought record turnout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she and uh, the day after the election, she posted on her uh, Twitter right away about January fifth. She didn't even hesitate. It's right in there. Yeah. I'm thinking, I was telling Maddie, and I was telling, uh, everybody agrees, like, you know, even the top analysts on TV, if Dems had more warriors and fighters like her. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, their problem has always been their, their, like, almost, like, lack of aggression. Yeah, they they, they never take the gloves off when it comes to, like, when it comes to politics. And when they do, they get suppressed. Like, I mean, like, the committee knows that, like, Bernie Sanders is going to go out there and, like, he's going to yell and scream and get what he wants. It's like, quiet that socialist down. He's yeah. making us look crazy. It's like, well, no, he's not. You need more guys like that. Yeah. It was, Whereas Joe Biden's a good balance of that, though. Yeah, Joe Biden, yeah, because he's, he's, he has that steel, he has that kind of like Clint Eastwood look to him. Well, he doesn't stand still. for that malarkey. Yeah, he doesn't. No. And uh, yeah, he's he's the uncle you're afraid of. <laughs> he's the one you clean your room. Yeah. When he's coming over, you clean your room because he might take a peek and yell at you for not making your bed. Yeah, exactly. What is this bullshit? Yeah. Actually, Make your bed, a- Frank. Actually, Rod, did you see that, uh, that book signing that uh, Don Jr. had? With, oh. with Charlie book? Kirk, the triggered book signing. Book signing. Yeah, was, yeah, the triggered one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So John, if you didn't know, John Junior has a book out called Triggered, and he was at a book signing with Charlie Kirk, and uh, and it was a really? it was full of like right wing people, and then he got booed. Really? Because there was no Q and A, and uh, then Don Don Junior said, "No, this not, is like two or three months ago." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so he said, "There's no Q and A." I just saw like the the rest. Of, I just saw the entire uh, uh, all all the footage of it, and they said. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, we're not. Do- John Junior's like, I'm not doing Q and A. It's just a chance for people to get sound bites and all this stuff. And then Charlie yeah. Kirk's just sitting. Like Charlie Kirk thought he was like, you know, oh, I'm made to the Republican Party now. I'm sitting next to the president, yeah, the president's son, and all this stuff. And now he's just sitting there. And everyone in that whole thing was like, come on, give us a Q and A, give us a Q and A. And then they started. Well, they start chanting Q and A, Q and A, Q and A. And then they started Q&A. booing him when he wouldn't do it. Yeah, and then they, they, then there's like, okay, we got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. It was like like I a wonder, five I minute book. Why you wouldn't do it? Yeah, and, it, and why wouldn't you? Well, he, 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 has a, he has this belief that there are a lot of, like, liberals who come out and, um, and fill in the crowd pretending to be, like, uh, like MAGA hats, right? Yeah, exactly. So they're going to start asking him tough questions, and because he doesn't know what he's talking about, he's going to get, you know, the, the, the wool's going to move pretty fast over, like, yeah. away from everybody's he eyes, not, right? he, he doesn't want to come off as not, not knowing what he's talking about, yeah. even though the damage has already been done. Yeah, I mean, everybody kind of knows uh, these guys are... Yeah. They're not really educated in the ways of, of like government workings, politics in general, right? They just spout a lot of rhetoric and people who are dumb enough to buy into it, buy into it. Yeah. They start spouting that off to their friends. Dunning-Kruger happens. Next thing you know, everybody's a genius. Yeah. Trump is our God King Xerxes. Vote for him. But you ask them a real question mm-hmm. and they, they cave. Like they, they don't have they don't have that verbal jujitsu that like um what's her name does? Uh Candace Owens or Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Like they can't do that. They can't bring the conversation back to their talking points. They just fold and they walk away. Yeah. And that's what happened. That, yeah, exactly. And, uh, no, Candace Owens. Blech. Yeah, but I mean, well, even them, like they have, they've got very good verbal jujitsu. They, uh, yeah, they, they can bring you to where they, can, they, they want you. Yeah, they can articulate. Yeah, they can articulate their point. Yeah. They can't articulate a point you're trying to take them into. Yeah. So they try to drag you back into their point mm-hmm. and then you just end up oh, in yeah, this yeah, like yeah, pissing yeah, contest. Yeah, right? I would say, uh, yeah, I would say Shapiro's so good at that yeah he's very good yeah at it. but uh and yeah. uh, but, but he yeah. but he comes off as more sincere because like that you can tell that that's he's been like that his entire life whereas like uh whereas like uh candace owens, candace owens is like she chose this career because it would make her money it, exactly so, it doesn't seem genuine it's not genuine sincere. at all yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh yeah it, it, when i when i see her talk and like, express her points like politically yeah. or when she's uh uh like 
even when she was on Joe Rogan, I was just like, you're, you're, everything that's coming out of your mouth, mouth is garbage. Yeah, well, well that's, that's what I mean, right? Yeah, like, if he questions yeah. her on something, she has a hard time in that question. Yeah. But she'll try to, like, fast talk her way back to her talking point. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's running, yeah, it's yeah, running yeah, for cover yeah. so you don't get hit by bullets. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, Don Jr., even Eric Trump, Eric Trump, who seems to be a little better at it, Mm-hmm. They they can't do it. No, they're not. They're they not. You know, that was yeah. That was the worst damage control. Oh god. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Terrible. And really bad. Speaking speaking of <laughs> that annoying things, what they're talking about, uh, Vic uh, Don Jr. Uh, tweeted out something. Some the might war? say conspiracy like, and and I loved it because I kind of honestly think that was just, <laughs> start a war. Happened. Um, so today. I'm not sure if you saw the news that Pfizer uh, has made tremendous. Uh, progress on a vaccine. Tremendous, huh? Yeah, tremendous. So phase three, ninety percent effective rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Don Junior, livid, goes on Twitter, says, "How Pfizer was was withholding withholding this information until after the election to screw over his dad." Oh, you think so, huh? Pfizer that only cares and, about money and probably just loves the Republican Party. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so that, I, yeah, that was that was actually the biggest. Uh, that was a huge slap in the face. Yeah, to the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I, 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 obviously there's a gaming that's going on there for there, sure. There, there, there totally is. Yeah, hundred percent. You know why? Because you know why? Because number one, there's money involved. Yeah, that's what that's what yeah. it is. I mean, do you want to have your drug out that's going to make you a shit ton of money? Do you want to do it when it's tumultuous, like before the election, when you don't know what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, everything was up and down for the longest time. Or do you want to wait until you've got a, a, a call Someone, that's yeah. telling you who the president is? Yeah, and if you, and if you have, you want to make sure that it comes out when when things are stable. When things are stable, yeah, you know what's going to happen next year. Things are going to have some stability to it, and you know the market's going to be even. You're going to make all the money you want. Yeah, it's 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 not in their best you know, interest. You know, to yeah, it, it yeah, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, it wouldn't have been in their best interest at all because. Trump would have weaponized that immediately yeah. as soon as that news came out. 100%. Easily. And I mean, without question. Without they question. would influence the voters big time, too. But then, if something had, let's just say for whatever reason, they had like a Johnson Johnson type situation, right? Where they oh, have yeah, an unknown yeah. type unknown of type, yeah, disease, right. or not disease, but like a, a reaction that happens. After Trump wins, you go out there, you test phase four, you get it out in the market, and something happens. Trump's your president. That guy's going to steamroll you. Mm-hmm. He's going he's gonna to badmouth your. You're, he's gonna bad on Pfizer, your cor- your company, mm-hmm. as much oh, as he can. Yeah. So I mean, time. then you're gonna take more of a hit. And people already don't like you. People generally don't look at Pfizer as like a a company for good. Yeah. No. Big Pharma is like uh, this the they're the empire basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you don't want to. Uh, but yeah, they, if, if they said we're not, I don't think like Pfizer wanted to be part of the political climate like at this point right now no. because that that is the everyone is looking to them yeah. to find the cure. So. Uh, it, it, that would have been like, uh, well, to, to people like them, yeah. Everybody's looking to big pharma for for a cure, right? I mean, for, yeah. for as much hate as they get, people still want these companies like working hard. They want, yeah, they want to absolutely. They want vaccines spit out. Like, get me out of my yeah. house. <laughs> so yeah, that. But I think it's, I think it's good that they waited. Yeah. Because uh, to weaponize that as a, as a political instrument, especially in this in this climate right now, yeah. that's that wouldn't have been a good idea. You wouldn't have seen it with any other president. No, for sure. Not. You wouldn't have yeah. seen it with um with George Bush to Obama. You wouldn't have seen it with with um, no. Bush no. senior to Clinton. You no. wouldn't have seen it with Clinton to Bush. You would have just seen medication coming out because you knew that no matter what, you had people in the in in major like uh, the White House in in major office in public office, 
that care about science mm-hmm. or care about their people being healthy and not about their own personal gain. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they going to think about me? It's like, no, nobody cares what they think about you. They want to get healthy and get out of their house. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, yeah Trump, yeah, Trump doesn't, he wanted to align his, himself to that, to that uh, vaccine. Yeah. I created, you didn't do, like, oh God. Just, That's why I created the vaccine. Yeah. That's why I let them create the vaccine. Yeah. Because I did it all. The problem with him, I've said it a thousand times, when you look at guys like Steve Jobs, even um, let, let's just say uh, like Wozniak, Michael Eisner, Bill Gates. He's like these people who have like uh, like their major corporate CEOs, heads, innovators, billionaires, whatever. They always do what they're doing to put something in my hands mm-hmm. as a as a human being. Yeah, they want to either give you good technology. They're they're gonna make a lot of money from it, but they're gonna give me good technology. They're gonna give me good music. Uh, movies. They're going to innovate. They're going to create industries and jobs within industries. They're going to combine different industries. I mean, look at Steve Jobs, what he did for movies, music, cell phones, uh, entertainment, personal computing. They're going to they're going to put something in your hand. Trump only wants his name and gold letters on stuff. Yeah, he wants. Yeah, exactly. He That's wants it. His name on, on he those, doesn't yeah. care if I have anything. He doesn't want to make the best Trump towel or robe and put that in his uh, in his Trump hotel. So mm-hmm. I go in there and I wear it. I'm like, man, this really is the best friggin' robe I've ever worn. Yeah. And it's cheap enough for me to afford. God damn, that's great. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about that. Yeah. He's the proprietor of gold cheese. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> of sprayed but, gold cheese. Exactly. Comes out of a can that, he, that, that, that was manufactured in China. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about <laughs> you, the person. He no. wants him to. And that's how he ran the country. Yeah. And it, t- it took. And it, it, uh, and it still hasn't dawned upon millions of people that 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 that's the uh that's the world that they're living in yeah well i think like um we said we said voter disenfranchisement and now yeah. how black voters are motivated to vote i think you're going to see voter apathy on the on the right for sure you're going to see for something sure. some sort of like you know our yeah. vote didn't matter yeah we are a dying breed and there's going to be a lot of voter apathy yeah on the uh well, on the republican side well let's let's hope so yeah they're right? yeah because, yeah yeah because like they're there's no interest in learning about uh um, why people are voting for the other party? Mm-hmm. Like, why are why exactly am I voting for this person? Exactly. Yeah. There's no there's, just generational. Th- voting. Yeah. There's no education on their on their or research on their part. They're just like, um, he says he says these things because uh, yeah, he's he's saying what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, he sounds like me. Yeah. Like like who, like guns, di- beer, and that's, cigarettes. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's not good, man. Here's the here's the big the issue I've got whenever anybody talks about um like because there was a lot of talk about college educated voters on the left and non college educated voters on the right. Mm-hmm. I always take issue with the idea of talking about that because like I'm not college educated. I, I mean I'm in a sense I am. I've, I've done some stuff, some classes. I did culinary. I did all like, that kind like, of crap. Like, like technical training. Technical training. Yeah. But I'm not uh, like a PhD candidate by any means. I didn't go in in any sort of like educational. Uh, line that would get me like a, a business degree and yeah. like that. And I think that's what they're trying to say is those voters more exist on the left than they do on the right. Mm-hmm. But there is like a, there, you have to take some sort of personal interest in educating yourself. Mm-hmm. Read a book, listen to podcasts, go on Google News, and then go on other news sources as well to learn if those things that you're reading are true. Go to Snopes. Figure things out for yourself. And they just don't have an interest in that. That's, I think, the worst part about those people is they don't care to be educating themselves in any in any rational way that's going to make them know that the person they're voting for is a in it for himself. He's not in it for you. No, no, you're right. I think I think Rod, no like, we, we've no talked doubt. about this, and Roger, Roger, I think you agree with me as well. Is that uh, yeah, people are just like like intellectually like being people being intellectually lazy mm. is sadly becoming. It's not the norm, but but you, it's a growing trend. It's a, it's it's the the trend is not going in a, in a uh, in a downward trend. It's like, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's just it's just going up. You and could like, say it's a yeah, growing trend. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a growing trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, for sure. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, but I, I don't like. Yeah, it's just it's just the fact that people are not choosing to uh, to either look at facts, research themselves, and like like do the research themselves, and mm-hmm. then find out exactly why why am I voting for this person? Exactly. Yeah. Like what? Like is he really? Can he really do these things? Yeah. Yeah. Like how, like how many trips to Home Depot would it take to build a wall across to, for Mexico? Yeah. I mean, well, not uh, only not only that, but like whenever like you Jesus hear, Christ, we've said it like a few times here when people like the the blind faith idea, right? He yeah. doesn't take a salary. Donald Trump doesn't take a salary. Give me one other president who didn't take a salary. Well, give me one other president where you stayed in a hotel that's got his name on it. Yeah. And your secret service agent is paying 500 bucks a night to stay there. Yeah, he lives in a modern day ivory tower. Yeah, you know, I mean, every time Trump would sleep at Mar-a-Lago, a hotel that he owns, mm-hmm. they build the government for the president to stay there. Yeah. So you're telling me he's not taking a salary, but he's getting rich off you. Mm-hmm. Every nut, yeah, yeah, every exactly. walnut cracked at a bar from a secret service agent. Yeah, service like, agent. Like I think I said, like you, he, we pay for the water he drinks. Exactly. Like like hundreds of well, dollars. Well, they they pay. They pay. Yeah. It's not we pay paying shit. Yeah, we pay shit. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't paying shit. For that. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, that should be that should be more well known about that. Security well, yeah, but the thing is, but thing is, it's reported, but the response on the other, uh, on the Republican side is like, uh, yeah, we take care of our president. Well, there's that, yeah. but there's like uh, there's a blindness to it. But it's like they, well, that, they'll tell you, well, that just means he's smart. That just means he's smarter than you. It's like, well, that means he's ripping you off. He's a business, the American man. Yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. He's found a way to take money out of your pocket to pay for a place that he lives in. So, like, yeah, he's not he's not getting paid a salary, but yeah. he's making millions of dollars off you every every time he stays somewhere. Yeah, and these are the people. Okay. And the people who are saying this are the like people who live in like uh, like. Trailers. Trailers. No, dude, straight up. Yeah. They're living in like, you know, places that are going to blow over from a strong wind, which is about to happen to them. Yeah. yeah. But, Roger, but they still defend no, them. Sure. But Roger, go ahead. Yeah. You were saying? So big picture going forward. Okay. Uh, uh, Trump's immunity ends in two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Immunity. Yeah. Right? Uh, nine legacy, major lawsuits. Uh, <laughs> nine. What? Nine, nine major lawsuits. What? Nine major lawsuits. Not to not to mention the 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 litany of, of smaller yeah. marginal lawsuits. Yeah. So that's the next question. So maybe I'll start with Reggie first, and then Rick, you work. Uh, you can jump in. So uh, two months of immunity. Not around right his now. show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Roger, Roger took over the show. I love that. Here we go. <laughs> what do you expect? What do you see happening? Uh, I don't see anything. I don't really see. Uh, to be honest, like as soon as he's done. Um, I'd say by maybe March, um, like, cause, cause, like the, they're, the lawyers in New York are chomping at the bit to get this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Easily. Yeah. So like, and like, uh, tax records are always, are already, um, disclosed. Um, I'd say when you see, you're going to see something happen in January. Now, like, can all these people attack him at once? I don't know, but, uh, he's going to have. Okay. If he thought 2020 was bad, like I, I personally believe that 2021 was going to be. Is gonna be pretty bad for Trump. Yeah, even Guaranteed. if he launches, okay. even if he launches this this TNN or whatever, whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. um, yeah. uh, and he might. I think he's using legal funds to pay off his his debts to like Deutsche Bank. Oh, I'm sure he is. So like he's he's running. He's literally running out of money. So like, uh, yeah. uh, and his three billion dollar net worth or whatever it is, I don't think that's gonna save him. Well, if if it is even a three billion dollar, that that's why exactly, yeah. yeah so, if it is legitimately like a liquid three billion dollars, and liquidity is the is the question. Yeah, that, that's why I'm thinking it because he. I'm not sure if he has like three billion dollars of liquidity. Yeah. Obviously, it might be tied up in like uh, you know, in buildings and like property and real estate and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Is that how much revenue that's generating for him is all up in the air now, especially after this election? 
uh, it's not as much as people think it is. I doubt it. Yeah. Not- I, I agree, and the New York Fifth District uh, Court uh, Circuit Court is no joke, right? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, and, and these and these guys have a hard on for them. So, like, yeah, yeah. they're. I mean, yeah. well, I'm, look at with the Mueller thing, right? When they were like, "Do you think uh, you think there's something you guys can get him on?" Mm-hmm. And Mueller's like, "Yes, yes." It's like nothing else. Like you're not gonna say anything else. Yeah. No. Mueller's biggest problem is that he stuck to the letter of the law too much, and he didn't come yeah. out and say, "You know what, guys? I know everything I've I seen. Know. This guy has to go to fucking jail." But like, he's like, "No." Yeah. But he's he's no. but he's like, "No, I can't do it." He had he had to like st- take a step back and be mm-hmm. like, "This I can't personally get involved in this." Yeah, he couldn't. But yeah. he, I mean, when you ask a guy like that, like, "Did you see or do you have any information that would make you think that this guy's gonna get prosecuted to the full extent of the law?" Yeah. And Robert Mueller says one word. Yeah. Which is yes. Yes. Like that, that's scary. Oh, yeah. You could ask him like like Chief Wiggum. He'd be like, come on. Tell me. Come on. <laughs> come, on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Continue. Whereas, yeah, Mueller's like, next question. Like, he just walks away. He says yes, and he leaves. And you're like, well, if that guy knows that something's up. Yeah. Now, I mean, whether or not he goes to jail, he's definitely going to spend a long time in the defensive position where he can't do a whole lot more. Oh, just... no, yeah. He's up against the ropes. After, yeah. At, like, after he's he leaves office. No just going to be taking shots. Some form, at any form or fashion, he'll, no. he'll be against the ropes. Well, here's the thing, though. And so that's legal pass. And then top of that, the $400 million from Deutsche Bank. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's, and coming, that's coming due, right? That's yeah. coming due. And uh, cause, and then, and because Deutsche Bank does not want anything to do with the, the with Congress. They want nothing to do with them. Because they, they've had their problems in the past, too. Mm-hmm. But they, they want nothing to do with this. They're like, you know what? Just give us our money and can let us be on yeah, our Yeah, this way. is a personal this issue. This is a personal issue. Yeah, they want him for his money. They don't want Congress for like, hey, you know, bail your former president out. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. And if you're oh, worth, hell no. Yeah, and if you're worth, if you're worth, yeah, and, he, like, and you can't tap into, like, tap into legal funds to pay for your loans. Yeah, no. That's, um, and if he, like, if it's $300 billion, or $3 billion, sorry, that, that's going to take, if he has that liquidity, that's going to take a massive chunk out of it. So I'm not sure how, like, I'm not sure how it's going to play out, so... Well, I mean, and that's just it, right? Like people, people kind of have this idea that uh, let's just say he's not liquid, and let's just say he has a three billion dollars, or let's just say he's got five billion dollars, and it's all in real estate or it's in holdings or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna Who's gonna take that bet? Like if he says, like I'll give you this, and you give me money, and I'll fight my legal battles. No one's No one's smart. Nobody. Nobody's smart. And yeah. like wherever he's already gone to, the people who are coming after him are the people he's already gone to and said, "Hey, give me some money," and now he owes the money. Well, it'd be different if you were in a position of power. Cause exactly. Because, like, like, if you, if, if, if he had, if he had to pay this loan back in 2015, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be an issue, right? No. Because they'd be like, because no one would, no one has known anything uh, uh, about from 2016 since to now, right? Yeah. But everything has been laid bare. Yeah, yeah. Everything is in the public record right now, mm-hmm. right? So, like, uh, his. Like he has, he has very little to stand on, and he's got like even his lawyers who are moving that money around, yeah, are not on his side anymore. Like yeah. Michael Cohen, straight up, was like, he's been moving all that money around. He used me to do it. He, yeah, he wrote the playbook. He wrote the playbook. So like, yeah, so like, yeah, nope. absolutely. So absolutely. like, they have more tools at their disposal to find out where money is. Yeah, and how he's doing his businesses. Now, before before yeah. you move any further, I should just say that like as Canadians. We watch this like a soap opera. Oh yeah, for we're sure. not invested in it. It doesn't change our day to day life. We just at the end of the, at the end of the day, we're gonna go to bed with our Trudeau. We're gonna wake up. Thank God that we haven't got like a psychopath who's you know yeah. trying to burn his country down. Mm-hmm. We watch this like a soap opera. So we get things right and we get things wrong. We talk about what we read about. We talk about what we know, and things are always changing. Mm-hmm. So for Reg- people who reg- say, reg- regardless, Vic, humanity would benefit with this. <laughs> No, no, for sure. No, that's absolutely true. Totally right. You're 100% right. What I'm saying is we watch it like a soap opera. Humanity gets better and we we do like watching America do better because that is our, it's our our sister state. Mm -hmm. Like you want your neighbor's house 
to not be on fire because yeah. then your house won't be on fire. Mm-hmm. So we do have uh, an interest in watching them succeed because if they succeed, we succeed. Yeah. You know, their Absolutely. success is our success. Mm-hmm. So, but all, but exactly. what I'm getting at is like when people say things like it doesn't matter to us, so it's none of our business. Number one, it is our business because a lot of us invest in your country. Mm-hmm. So when we invest in your country because your president told us it's a safe, it's a safe bet, you better believe that we're going to have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we talk so much about it. Yeah, and we're interested. It is so. It's a soap opera. It's a yeah. It's yeah. it's very it's very interesting. It's yeah. uh, it's it's live every day. Um, they, I guess the I guess my whole uh, your take. I guess my my interest would be like how do you, um, which is going to be impossible to do, but like uh, I guess from a like. Uh, it would be very hard to do. It's like, how do you, unre- like, of all the lies, all the different stories, all the cover-ups moving on from, because st- he just makes up a lie, then you move on to the next one, next story, <laughs> yeah. the next story, the next story, the next story. It's got no train of thought. Like, so, yeah, so like, there's no, so how do you encompass all that until, like, let's say someone had to make a documentary on this, right? Oh, yeah. Well, how the hell, like, you can't, because every day was a different day, a, a different lie, mm-hmm. or, a, like, he told 500 lies today, or whatever. Right? That, like, 2,000, yeah. like, 2,000 lies, I think, just about the coronavirus. Yeah, so, like, I, so at a certain point, you have to wash your hands of some of it, and yeah. be like, you know what, I don't even care about that shit anymore, like, it's just a... Uh, that was just a cover up to like cover up another lie. Well, very wow. high level writers yeah. are going to write a lot of books. Oh yeah, there's there's so like people are not even... Jeffrey Tubin though cuz he got caught jerking off. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, if you want to make a film like what you're saying, you'd probably have to ask Ken Burns, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, you'd need a guy like that. Yeah. Somebody who can like uh who can wade through all the data, oh, yeah. like, all, all the information. All the producers on the on the on, the sh- on that documentary are going to be everyone who work, who used to work for Trump. <laughs> oh, there's going to be so many. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many people who are going to be interviewed who have no desire but to talk shit about that guy. Yeah. And I mean, wh- who's it today? It was um uh his secretary Mark of defense, Esper. Mark Esper. Esper. Esper is Mark gone Esper, today. Yeah. Mark Esper. Yeah. When they asked him, like, I, I think it was like a like a question. Some media outlet was like, "Hey, are you surprised?" And he's like, "Oh, that's not coming. That's not coming. That's not yeah. coming. I have this job for two months. Yeah. <laughs> this was this was gonna happen." Yeah, he even said, "Yeah, they, they, he knows. He's like, I have I have this job for two months, and after that, um, Man. Have to do do something else." Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, and then I guess you know, um, obviously, guys, we know he's not going anywhere. I mean, especially by the way, the news network that he's gonna most likely start won't happen overnight. It'll take time. Right. I mean, that, that, and then who knows? I mean, is he going to take over OAN and then try to make it TNN? Who knows, right? Like, what, whatever's going to happen is going to happen, but it's going to take forever. And he's not going to go anywhere. But yeah. it's going to take, it's going to take time. It's, it's not going to happen within a month. That's yeah. That big. It, it takes time, right? So, uh, you know, and my client, I wonder, you know, because he's going out and he's pissed at other Republicans, like the top guys, for not <laughs> defending him. Right? Well, he's been quiet. Uh, Keep it quiet, right? I mean, yeah. the most they'll say is, "Oh, he has every legal right to do what he has to." Nobody's saying, "Listen, there is fraud, there is tampering. This is not, uh, yeah. you know, this is not a legitimate." About nobody's saying that. So my question is, again, going back to what I started at the beginning, the two crucial Senate runoff races in January. Mm-hmm. Will Trump campaign for the Republicans in January? No, 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 no. He, I don't I think he'll do anything political outside of just like yelling at a TV. Roger, we talked about this earlier today. Yep. yep. No, I agree with that. Yep. But I want to get Vicks because Trump has no interest anymore. Those guys didn't defend him. No. Right? Why the hell would he care about the Republican Party now? Yeah, like, I mean, he's he's only ever been in it for himself. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, a great example is look at the way he treated Lindsey Graham, and look at the way Lindsey Graham treated him. Yeah. He won't do the same. Like you know, he's gonna take this as, and it's not even close to what he did to Lindsey Graham. But the Republican Party, Lindsey Graham, him just now. 
Yeah, Lizzie Graham's like he tainted his soul. Yeah, yeah. and now he's, he's gonna damaged, walk away. Yeah, he he's damaged goods now, man. Well, I mean, the guy, the things he said about him during the uh, the primaries and during the nomination, even on even on the Daily Show, he was like trashing Trump. He's like, he even said he was our our party's a mess. Yeah, yeah. and then he comes back and just becomes such a kiss ass for the guy, yeah. which is just gross. But Trump isn't that guy. I mean, you're this is what he feels probably exactly what he was trying to make them feel mm-hmm. when he was smashing them. Yeah. And now they all kind of walked away and said, you know, let him do what he has to do. Yeah. But the election's the election. And congratulations, Mr. Biden. Yeah. And now he's going to walk away. He's going to swallow his tongue and he's not going to, he's not going to endorse anybody. He's not going to be nice to anybody. He's going to be probably belligerent as hell when he gets the news network up. Mm-hmm. Or if he does go on OAN, because I don't think I'll be going to Fox News. He's talking shit about them too. No, yeah. Fox News just, uh, they, 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 they are going they're going through a messy breakup for Trump and Fox. Easy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's a, that's an ugly breakup. Outside of Hannity, Ducey, uh, and uh, Dobbs, Dobbs, and who's the the Gutberg? Yeah, out of the, out of that Tucker group. Carl- hey, those, yeah, Tucker, the, the, Carlson. yeah his, yeah, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. But the, even Tucker Carlson got weird this week on him. Tucker Carlson. Uh, like what happened there? Tucker Carlson had all this magic information to destroy Hunter Biden, take down the crime family. Yeah, somehow it disappeared. Somehow I just don't have any more. Yeah, it was supposed to be on the way, but I guess. Uh, Is there a gun to your head? Yeah, like, what there, happened? Yeah, there, what man? Was there? Was there a FedEx problem or? Um, and we then the papers. I'm like, the way he talked about it afterwards. Like I, I don't want to put it out there anyway because I'm not going to kick a guy when he's down. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, did you get caught with like something on your computer? Yeah. Are you shooting heroin somewhere and somebody got a photo of it? Because, like, you know, you were all ready to blow up Hunter Biden, but now it's nothing. Yeah. That got weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I tend to judge those people who actually go on, who have their own talk shows. And they, if, they, if they're if they able to go on, like, debate shows mm-hmm. and and perform adequately, you don't have to agree with what they're saying. But if they can perform, ad, like, adequately. adequately. And and they can. They can. Like, Tucker Carlson went on with uh, Chank Yeager from TYT. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of, uh, of TYT, but, like... Uh, the Young Turks. Uh, the Young Turks, but like uh, they destroyed him. Yeah, like, he was not great. It was like like uh, Chanky Yeager. Like he just uh, uh, he just tore him to shreds. Well, the only guy who, uh, who he, could, he just laughed. The guy's like laughing. He's, he's like, ah, uh, yeah, I guess whatever. Then they're like, well, okay, that's, that's it. All right. There's no point to keep going. No, yeah, there's like, what's the point of keeping this going? Uh, the, yeah. the verbal jujitsu, right? Verbal the verbal jiu-jitsu, judo. Yeah, they, they just don't have. He just it. laughs when he when he knows he has no response to anything. Bill O'Reilly was the only guy who would go out there and try. He wasn't good at it. He wasn't able to defend himself well. Mm. He he had the same kind of like you know uh, the rhetoric. But he had laugh the bra- it off. But he had the bravado. But he had the bravado, and it almost came across like you could almost be this guy's friend if it wasn't for politics. Yeah, exactly. That was it. That was it. If it wasn't for political shit, like if you're just like having a game of golf and telling like dirty jokes, mm-hmm. you can hang out with this guy. The yeah. rest of them, you can't do that. No, you can't. They're they, all no. they're just stuffed no. shirts. Can you imagine like having an a, 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 an argument with Lou Dobbs? Lou oh, Dobbs, God. you might be able to, but like I don't know. Hannity, he, he, like Lou Dobbs is a, he's a, well, he is oh, a corpse. God. He's too, he's too old to be he's a kiss too ass. old. Yeah, yeah, he's way too old to like to like to re- reinvent himself and become a Republican kiss ass. Yeah, he's, no, he's, like, he's a too far gone. Yeah, he's just a, he's a exhumed corpse, just like <laughs> just waiting for someone to put him out of his misery. Ugh. How much uh, Lou Dobbs is a sycophant is rivals to that of Hannity. Yeah, it's disgusting. it's disgusting. Like every yeah. time I see him, I'm just like, oh, someone put like just, oh my god, just. Put him in a retirement home. Well, the problem with those guys, too, is, and, and this becomes, I think, the reason why you don't see a lot of successful right-wing comedians or successful right-wing, like, um, podcasters or just media uh, media personalities, mm-hmm. is they're, they're so stuck in jargon and rhetoric and just, like, towing the line, right? Yeah. That's it. They, that's all they want to do. So that when you do get the few who are good at it, you're really surprised by them. Mm-hmm. And if you get somebody who's centrist, he becomes the right-wing guy, right? Yeah. Because that's, like, you're, you're shocked by it. 
yeah, like if you're not willing to, uh, like if you're if you're able to stress your point and you're willing to reach across the aisle, yeah, yeah, then you're gonna then you uh, that will lead somewhere, yeah, because then you'll know, like you know what, someone someone will always be willing to talk to you, mm-hmm. um, and and make you more min- like mainstream, I guess, right? And so, and they're just they're not willing. There's, to. There's not there's not that many of them. No, they're really not willing yeah. to. Like weirdly enough, like Glenn Beck was kind of that guy. I think I th- I've always thought Glenn Beck was a dude who played a character. The character consumed. He played, him. Yeah, he he played his shtick so well. Yeah, but then it was the, it was like a WWF thing. Like he was that's like, exactly he was what like it Iron was. Sheik. He just became who he, he uh, became the character who, who, who he pretended to be. So when you see yeah. interviews with him now, he's almost like uh, what's the what's the what's the word? He's almost like um, he's sad that he did it. Like yeah. he's not happy he's that he was that guy for a while. He's very somber. Yeah, did you see that, that video when he was uh, talking about Muse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could see he was just like uh, it was something that made him happy. Made him happy, and he's yeah. like, because oh, I love listening to the music. I know they hate me, but I love their yeah. music. So, well, I mean, they hate the person, the character. They hate the character, and now like, you are the character. Yeah, yeah, he was the worst example of that. Ah, so gross. Yeah, so gross. Raji, and keep going. Yeah, no, I, I, I. Uh... <laughs> It's it's very true. It's, I agree with everything, and uh, the, you know, people are, some people are saying when Trump has his network that Hannity and and Carlson do a Dallas will switch over from Fox to over there, right? But we'll see what happens. Uh, but, they'll go know, where the money uh, is. Uh, yeah, they'll go. Yeah, if, the, if there's money av- yeah. available, then they'll go. Yeah. Yeah. And then if if yeah. uh, if uh, if his sons need a job, they'll go there too, even though they have no journalistic experience. Well, I mean, you st- well, I mean, anybody can be a contributor. Anybody can. But at the same time. When you do look at the Trump, like, you know, quote unquote empire or the, the business empire, they're still making money. People are still going to stay there. Yeah. There's still, still going to be people staying in the hotel. Like, it's weird that people want to, but I mean, there's still going to be a business and, and they're definitely involved in things we don't even know about. Yeah. So there's still business there. So they don't have to jump ship and go to a news network. Yeah. But that, that all ties into what uh, Roger was saying. We'll, we'll see how the next couple of, after the after January, when yeah. he gets kicked out, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens then. Yeah. yeah when, that, when the immunity goes away. So, and uh, one thing Trump, and Roger, uh, uh, we talked about this, something he'll never change is that he'll be the third president in the last hundred years to become a one-term president. Yep. I mean, one-term presidents are generally considered losers. Yeah. They are. Yeah. He's yeah he he is gonna go down in history as the, as the biggest loser. Well, you know, president yeah. of all time. You know why that's like that's like a because because no one wanted him to lose more. Nobody wanted to lose more, but it is it's a definite thought among most people mm-hmm. that a one term president is considered a loser. Yeah, it's yeah. not that you, yeah. but it's it, not that somebody had a better platform and you lost like gracefully. Yeah, you're a loser because he didn't like you, so hit the friggin' road. We want this guy now. Yeah, like this this was different. This was this was like. Okay, so like, what's the when George uh, George H W like uh, George Bush when he lost mm-hmm. against uh, Clinton, uh, like they, when in the past when you lost you lost you're like you know what you yep. concede and you're like hey, you know what you best of luck and whatever right there was mm-hmm. civility there right this one was like you fucking lost yeah <laughs> get the fuck yeah. out of here <laughs> it didn't matter how big of an army you brought to, to yeah. back you up everyone's you counting, still lost exactly yeah and everyone's just everyone right now is, is just counting down the days until you get the fuck out of there yeah that's what it is yeah I, I, and I can't believe I, I swore there but I'm so, I'm sorry no, I, retra- I retract that swear well no, he's no, no, despised absolutely, absolutely agree mm-hmm. right he's despised it's I was, not ex- like I was don't accentuating like a point no no it's fine yeah. mm-hmm. no no but there's there's definitely like a uh, a feeling that you are the person you not you're not the person who didn't win you are the loser yeah when this happens exactly and nobody and, nobody and, wanted somebody and nobody has been so hated as this guy no. so to see him lose it just feels better yeah it's not like the like did they did he win or did you lose no you yeah, lost yeah. you yeah. lost mm-hmm. go ahead Raji so, it's extremely, again, extremely, extremely rare, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the last two times it happened before Trump, that's uh, with George H.W. Bush and Jimmy Carter. Yeah. They both lost to somebody who had 
once in a generation absolute charisma. Like Bill Clinton, nineteen two was the ultimate fucking stud, right? Yeah. Ronald and, Reagan captured America's imagination, in and, and, and that was the eighties. Right? That's when like big money was there, and uh, yeah. capitalism yeah. was at all time high. And uh, but yeah. I mean, he had brand recognition too. Exactly. Like yeah, exactly. He was uh, he was famous. Yeah. And and being and being being yeah being liberal in the eighties mm-hmm. was like. Meant you were kind of weak. Well, you were a hippie loser. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I was yeah. watching. I was watching eighties, eighties uh, like uh, TV shows. Everyone's like, uh, um, and they, they would make fun of someone. He's like, yeah, must be a liberal. Yeah, yeah. Alice Keaton. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gordon Gecko. These guys were heroes. Yeah, uh, Sledgehammer. Yeah, Sledgehammer. <laughs> Carlton. Carlton. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, there you go. But so the fact that Trump's loss is even compounded fact by the fact that. Joe, like, who, which I think is a very honorable, good guy, is not exactly a super candidate. Do you know no. What I mean? no, no, there, there, there was and no, there was no super candidates in this election. He was like being the tallest short person. Yeah, you're taller than everybody yeah. else, but yeah, you're yeah, still exactly. a short person. Tallest short person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tallest short person. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's gonna yeah, be, it's gonna be very interesting. I find. And I, I, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens, guys. So for me personally, I'm all I'm really looking forward to now is, is the uh, the Senate runoff races in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See if Biden can solidify his power before he takes office, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be good. And I mean, I think that's probably why. Also, you're seeing McConnell be so chill right now. <laughs> like he's he's kind of concerned, if, right? My God, if he make if he makes it, because yep. like I don't want because like he looks like uh, if, if he takes one more fall, uh, that was rough. Oh my God, man, he's uh, he's going to be in traction for the rest of his life. Purple hands, purple hands, and like uh, just like, avoiding the question. His, like, even his jowls are even bigger now, man. Uh, well, we can only we can one can only hope, I guess, right? So, <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wish on the guy. I, here's the thing: I know a lot of Republicans in the states, and I know a lot of people who are very reasonable and also Republicans. And I believe them when they say. And when you look back at the history of the guy, that when he has power or he has the the ability to gain more power, and he's going to be in control, Mitch McConnell is usually pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. He's pretty reasonable at those, at those at those times. He's not generally the uh, the laugh in your face kind of guy. Sound bites, be damned. He's not generally that guy. He you know, tries to work with people as much as he can, and he does have a decent reputation among liberals who do work with him. It, yeah, that's uh, that. I, I don't. No, that's not true, man. This guy is. It's not untrue. Yeah, he might be ruthless. What? I'm not saying he's not, but when it comes down to when when he knows that he has all the cards on the table, he can be. He can. Be, he'll do whatever he wants to do. He'll be completely ruthless. But when he knows he's where he has to play nice, he generally plays nice. When he's forced no, to play I, with you, right? Well, if Davis had more guys like him, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Way better off. Yeah, oh, yeah, hundred percent. Well, they would be way better off. Don't, don't, don't like you know mix our politics with their politics. They would be better off. Well, like, well, I, you know, yeah. said we would, we would be, we would be better off. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, well, uh, well, Roger, you were, you were running for office and you didn't tell us. <laughs> yeah, they would be better off. Because, <laughs> no, because no, I guess, uh, Vic, I guess you're more center, what, right? I'm definitely smack dab in the middle. I, I hate the idea of us versus them in any sense. Like, I mean, I'm one of those guys that hates uh, any attack on free speech. That's why I'm I'm choked at things the left does. I hate the idea of just like, you know, straight up, don't work with them. White is right. Judeo-Christian. That pisses me off. So I don't like the right. I'm right in the middle, man. I, can't, I hate the far sides on both sides evenly. And uh, each one has something I like and each one is something I can't stand. Well, okay. Well, because me and Reggie are more center left. So when we say Dems, I mean I'm definitely right of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely oh, right to where you guys are, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, you're center right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wish I could both uh, lose. 
I wish they could both lose. When it comes to the right and the left, I wish like somebody would wipe them all out and start clean. One big well, gray party left, right in the middle. Well, well, the far left and far right, they're both equally horrible, obviously, right? Yeah. So, An elephant's um, head and a donkey's ass is what I want. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually a good way of saying it. So when I say us, Dems, I mean like from like center left people, like me and Raj, for example, from yeah. most of society. Well, more right? liberal, yeah. right? More liberal minded. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean, right? So, uh, okay, cool, man. Well, brothers, I gotta say, let's keep each other updated on what's happening here. Uh, I'll be I'll be waiting at seven at eight o'clock for your phone call. <laughs> <laughs> the way we're going these days, man, we'll probably still be Raj, talking. I want the latest updates and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I want to know, I want to know when you're ready for our office in Calgary, right? No, no doubt. As a Democrat. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, as a Democrat. Not a liberal, <laughs> not an NDP, yeah. but as an American Democrat. <laughs> yeah, pick pick Finesh as your running mate in Calgary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. As a Democrat in Calgary, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get that economy going, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. I'll increase those taxes like a motherfucker. Jeez. Like, get that economy going, man. Fuck, what the hell's wrong with you? Oh, my God. So, listen, Vic, when you see, the next time you see G.I. Joe Biden, right? G.I. Joe picture, Biden. <laughs> just picture him with a big smile with three scientists and saying, guys, America, I got the vaccine out for you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it. I did it. I got it for you. One week late, but we got it. <laughs> it's going to be on the next Amtrak. I'm going to put this thing on an Amtrak and drive it right up your yeah, ass. We had, two, we had it two weeks ago, but uh, let's just say. We hit got, it. Things are a little sideways. <laughs> Jeez. All right, brothers. It was, a, it was a pleasure. We'll talk soon. Definitely, All right. man. All right, brother. Take All care. Right. You be good. All right, bye. 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 I'll let you uh, let you turn that off, and we'll get back to get back to our regularly scheduled program. Having us said all that, having said all that at backside attack or at RS Raj SS nine nine. That is correct. Brackets. To bra- well, that was what yes, it was, yes. right? Yeah. He's he's since murdered that handle. He took it out to the. Out to the chopping block. Ever since he saw Best of the Best 3. Well, yeah, he put it on a uh, stump. <laughs> the axe said Best of the Best 2 on it. Yeah. And he cut the head off of Bracus with mm-hmm. well, the old handle. Yes. That's, uh, that's long, long dead now. That was a good handle, though. I like this Bracus. I love that handle. Because the email is still there. Yes. Now, his, his Bracus email. We don't need to be showing everybody how great your phone is. Yeah. Oh, so backside attack. How else? How'd your week go this week? How are things? Uh, good. The, um, uh, let's see. What happened this week? Um, well, um, <laughs> we've covered that uh, in spades. Yeah, there was. Um, uh, let's see what what new happened to this week. What Actually, were you nothing. into? I, I know I was just working out, uh, exercising. Hey, uh, nice! You're back into the because you have a goal. Yeah, I wanted to not be fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I put you into a corner there. Yeah, you know you you did, baby. You did a while ago. I did. I did. Um, I did. You actually did that a while ago, and uh, so yeah, no. I How did do that? Um, did I talk was, about your weight? Yeah, I don't think I did. No, it was, it was passive aggressive. But oh, it was, well, it was probably passive. Yeah, but it was there was a little. Uh, was there a twinge of uh, like a little little in the night? Yeah, the there's thing? a little bit of it, but it, it, but it's like what I needed. I so. think I feel like it was when you talked about your weight. And I I agreed with you. Yeah, <laughs> you did. There was yeah, there was uh, there was no sympathy. It was there like, was no sympathy. I'm yeah, like, well, you know like, what you did to yourself, yeah, so exactly. go fix it. Yeah, go, go fix it, man. <laughs> so yeah, no, I just I just love it now. It's just great. That's awesome. It. Yeah, that's really good. Just uh, um. Yeah, I, I just can't. I yeah, I just can't wait to keep. And then was weird thing is I I, phone, I was working out today, and in the middle of it, uh, um, right after my phone interview, uh, there was a and then uh, then Orange Theory called me and they're like, hey, do you want to do you want to come back and join? We can waive off your uh, you know reset up fee and stuff, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And I was like, I'm like maybe. I was like, um, well, like, have you got the COVID? 
Yeah, well, I actually went. Th- I actually went there in October, mm-hmm. and I tried it out for. Th- oh no, that's right, you did. Th- yeah, I had three sessions, yeah, and yeah. yeah, it's totally safe. No, I'm. They can't afford to to mess somebody up. No, yeah, they're uh, destroy their. Company. Yeah, and they're they're, they're they're the whole place smells like alcohol. <laughs> like a, both like a cleaning, like, yeah, like, like isopropyl, like isopropyl alcohol. Yeah, 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 it's like it's it's uh it's totally like it's like you can't tell if that's sweat or someone like just wringing out like a. Um, a wipe, a wipe all over the the thing there. Hey, yeah. hey you notice they've uh, they've got that new like um plant based like ninety nine point nine percent cleaner. It's it's mostly like oregano and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's everywhere now. These that's days. everywhere. You walk into Walmart and all you smell is oregano. Yeah, yeah. I bought their wipes. Yeah, they're, pretty good. Yeah, there's um you should uh, and also they're saying that uh, I think the I think the health minister of Al- of Alberta said that um uh disposable masks um should no longer be used. You mean uh, the the one use that you're using four or five times? Yeah, the other one. Yeah, those ones, like those blue and white, those blue and white ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, what you should be doing is getting a triple layer one. A triple layer mask. That's good because I have a homemade triple layer mask. So there you go. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just use that. Yeah, just make sure that it's because uh, it will. Number one, this disposable mask, like they just they're just bad for the environment. And number two, they they won't even protect you. No, I mean they're just they're all open. They're all open. Yeah, you're like, why would you want to wear those? Well, here's the deal too. And you I see mean, them on the ground everywhere. It's like you just don't, Christ. Yeah, don't and the thing is, like, around. you can't pick it up. No, because that's got the COVID on it. Exactly. You don't want that your hands and all that it's shit. Got the, it's okay. disease ridden. Yeah. It's like a little I'm blue rat. Too much today. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I don't know. You've been on fire. So, you are all fired up. So yeah. You're a curse machine. Yeah. Um, F this and screw that. And mm-hmm. she's a C word and he's a B word. Exactly. There's constant Everybody's just jane their D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's uh, good that you're working out though. Yeah, because no, uh, I, I, I mean, you know, any, anytime somebody exercises, it's, yeah, it's just like, I grow a pair of wings. Yeah, I, I just, um, I, it was, um, I just, I just love getting in the, like, just getting in the basement and just like just going hard and uh, just. Well, that sounds pornographic. Well, I'm alone <laughs> by myself. I'm alone. No, like I know what you mean. Like you've done, you've actually tried to build a little area that you can work out. Like you've bought enough equipment that you can work out. Yeah, at home. Like, yeah. I have the, I have the, the bench. I have the bench. I have like a full bench that you can, uh, that you can see that the ones they use at the gym. I have the mm. curling bar. I got enough plates. I got the pull down machine. Um, the I lat pull down. Yeah, the lat pull down. I got the punching bag, and then um, everything else is just isometrics. I feel like you're just describing things that you're looking at here. <laughs> like, you have everything I have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got that, and I've got this, and I've got, I've got a cup. Yeah, I should come in and do shopping. Got I'm like, a bottle. I need, yeah, I, actually, I don't have that one. I've I'm got like, microphones and podcast gear. Yeah. I'm like, are you just describing yeah, things you're yeah, looking yeah, at like, in the room? Just, just story bike. Yeah, let's take this. I'll borrow this. And I'll just gonna take all this stuff. It's all mine now. Uh, no, man, I think like that. That's one of those deals that like, we were talking about today with um, like some family members and stuff about how there are people out there who don't have an interest in working out. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about the idea of just general health maintenance from people that we come from. Yeah. Like people on, in Fiji or in India or like, you know, in, in the islands. How they just, you look at photos of them now and they're younger than our parents and they look twice as old. Yeah. And you're just like, well, well why do they look like that? And it's not because they haven't necessarily like a harder life. I mean, my mom worked really hard from the second she came to Canada. I mean, we have a, a house cleaning business that she literally built mm-hmm. with her bare hands. So when you want to talk about like labor jobs, yeah, we've had labor jobs all the time. I've been bouncing bars since I was 17, mm-hmm. doing labor work since I was like in high school. So like when you talk about like how hard you work and then how hard they work, it's like, well, arguably, we maybe work harder than them. Mm-hmm. These these people who we know from, from yeah. back in the old country. Mm-hmm. And they look so rough, but it's because they don't have any interest or... They don't have any education on their own health maintenance. Yeah, there's no, there is no work-life balance. There, and like, and there is none. There's none. And like, they do no, not work out. No. And uh, yeah, so it's, 
uh, yeah, like, like I was telling you, because um, after I read, uh, I read, I reread uh, some parts of Mama Mentality, and it was just about falling. The in Kobe love. book. Yeah, just falling in love with the process. I don't mm -hmm. care what I look like next year. No, I don't give a shit. Um, but I gotta fall in love with the process. And you know, it's. I think that's yeah. a that's a big one people talk about, yeah. like because it can build. Um, they talked about it today. I think the 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 term they use it's not the accurate term at all i can't remember the accurate, accurate term is but they call it like bigorexia mm -hmm. it's like there's this whole and it's always been there people mm -hmm. who work out really hard for the look the yeah. bodybuilders the fitness people how yeah. they never look good enough mm -hmm. like they always have this anorexic mentality like i'm not skinny enough i'm not i'm not jacked enough yeah and that's just it don't get involved with the way you look can you run a mile and not get gassed are you healthy are you eating right is your cholesterol in check is your blood pressure good mm -hmm. good yeah good man that's great. If you, if you do have a little spare tire, you got a little fold over your belt, but is your health good? Mm -hmm. You know, is your cholesterol good? Good. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird because I remember, I remember like before. I think I was telling you this like a while ago that when I uh, when I wasn't working out that much, I noticed myself I was gaining like I was gaining weight. Mm -hmm. That's why my stomach was getting bigger. And then I found out like then I went back into working out, and then I found out that my stomach was was getting uh, it was getting bigger after a workout. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, I just did like tons of cardio. Like even though after I'm biking, I was like, I just like my stomach was like, was getting bigger. And I was like, what the hell is that? Then I realized I'm like, oh my God, I'm retaining water. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm not drinking water. I'm not drinking enough water. So now it's just like, a, um, uh, yeah, man, like you'd be like, if you saw how much water I drink, it's like, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. You, you got to drink that water to get the water out. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, that's that's what happens. Yeah, flush your system out. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm doing right now. It's just yeah. like, it's just a matter. I should have brought it today, but like, yeah, I'm just drinking water like a mofo. Like a, like a, I know. I've never said that term before, mofo. Like a mofo? Yeah. Really? I've never heard. Uh, yeah. I call bullshit. I know. I've never said it before. Really? God, yeah. Everybody says that word. Yeah. Mofo. A, I just say it. I'm like, did it, did it like, like a mofo? Yeah. Crazy like a mofo. Yeah. Or just find another term for it. <laughs> now, that, that actually brings me to, because uh, mofo is something that a friend says a lot, a friend of mine. Uh, one you haven't met, but one who, I don't know if he, I don't know if he listens to the show, but you know, we're going to talk about some shit. So maybe I won't let him know that we're talking about things that he was involved in. But it brought me to the idea. Sorry. That's all right. Of cults. And like uh, we talk about cults every now and then. Mm -hmm. And this week I was watching a lot of stuff that had to do with like cult mentality. I watched a little bit of Scientology thing. Mm -hmm. I was watching a little bit about the Nexium stuff that's going down now. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Edmondson was on the uh, the other show that um, Michael Rosenbaum's, Michael Rosenbaum's yeah. inside of you. And she talked about it. And I talked, I started thinking about, because I last year had had a run-in with a cult that tried to get me to do a job for them, and in turn tried to get me to go to their church and hang out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the right away, I was like, heebie-jeebies. I, yeah. I, I think Dan was here for that episode. <laughs> I hate I hate the heebie-jeebies. I hate the heebie-jeebies. But like, I always kind of say how, um, if your gut tells you something's wrong, you should listen to your gut, because I'm a big believer that we take yes. in a lot of yes, data. Yes, that is, that is so true. Listen to your gut. Because we take in tons of data. We're, we're, it's like there's a part of our brain that is primitive that just, is all these nightmares out. are just going through my head right now. I'm just like, like I of when have, you should have. When you should have, yeah. Yeah, when you should have listened to it. Mm -hmm. And when your gut's telling you something's wrong, it's generally because your brain has filtered through tons, like an astronomical amount of data of like things that, that have gone wrong. Yeah, and, and then it comes to your realization in a yeah. second. And like, those are your, yeah. that, that's what it is. Yeah. The butterflies, whatever it is. Whatever feeling you get when your brain is like, get out, get out, get out, get out. You mm -hmm. should do it. Mm -hmm. So I had that thing happen um, about, I think like two years ago now. I got uh, I had an ad out because you know, every every summer season I put out an ad for photography, right? So I got this ad from these people who said, why don't you, uh, we're coming into town. Will you be able to take some photos for me? And they tell me they're in like Georgia or something. Like it was some southern state. I can't remember exactly what it is. I'll go through the email later on and show it to you. 
But they're like, we're coming into town. Can you take some photos? It's a small wedding group. We're going to end up being like 50 people in, in Alberta, in Edmonton. So again, no problem. Let me know when you're here. Uh, when you get all your stuff together, give me a, an idea of what I need to do for you, but I can absolutely do it. Here's my portfolio. Take a look online, blah, blah, blah. And it was written like well, but at the same time it was written almost as if somebody had written it very quickly, not done any kind of grammatical, grammatic checks or grammar checks or just like put it together properly. But it was all, it wasn't, it didn't feel like an African or Nigerian print scam at all. It felt like somebody, like an English speaker wrote this thing down, but wrote it very quickly. Like Trump on a Twitter rant. Twitter rant. Mm-hmm. So I get that thing and then they come back and say to me, um, the wedding is here, here and here. It's all in Calgary after they've already told me it's here in Edmonton. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's weird because they just changed the entire venue. So is it, are you the same people who just got back to me? Like, What's going on here? They're like, yeah, it's going to be here at this church in this location. And then we might do some stuff in Edmonton as well. Can you go to Edmonton and Calgary? So I thought to myself, well, I've done that before. I have done things where I did like a bride's makeup or, or getting ready prep for the, the week before. Mm-hmm. Do some fun shoots here. Let me go over there, shoot the wedding prep and the wedding stuff in Calgary. Proceed all done. But then they changed it again to me. It changed on me again from being downtown to being somewhere else in a suburb. It's like, this is really odd. Like, what is going on here? So I'm like, hey, get your shit together, man. I got I got plans. I got schedules to make. You figure out what you need to do and then call me back and let me know what you need. And they said, I think you, I think you might have told me about I this. I might have told you about this. Because yeah, I don't no, want to mention keep, what keep, it was. But, but keep going. Sorry. Yeah, because the, the building and the organization actually exists in the real world. I don't want I don't want like a libel or a defamation kind of thing. Exactly. Happening. So they get back to me and say, hey, instead of the wedding, at this date, do you want to come to this church? Bring some friends and just see what the place is all about? Oh. I'm like, oh, what? Cult. Like right away, I'm like, this is like, you know, all the bells were going off beforehand. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I think this is like a recruitment deal. They're trying to get people into their organization. So then I go online and do a little Google search. I'm like, oh, that's, that is what it is. These people are like that. So there's a Facebook group talking shit about them. There was a, uh, a Reddit group talking shit about them. So immediately, yeah, I was like, oh, this is, whew, like wipe the sweat from your brow. and be like, oh, okay. So the weird feelings. Yeah. yeah, dodge that one pretty quick, right? But um, it can happen where all of a sudden you go in there and next thing you know, you're, you're not indoctrinated, but you're like, this is this funky group of people have some pretty wild ideas, but I can get on board. Yep. And before you know it, you're in a cult. Like you've been indoctrinated. You got three, four days, maybe five days, maybe give them 50 bucks for a seminar here and uh, let's go see those people there. And next thing you know, you're in the woods chopping, you're in the <laughs> chopping down a tree and building a log cabin and you in a cult, homie. Yeah, exactly. It's it's weird. The um, Even like, yeah, any like um, insurance scam or mm-hmm. um, they just send their people out to like- MLMs? Yeah, they, they send them out. Like I got, I think I told you, yeah, I got caught with the, this one, uh, I was sitting in Starbucks, this uh, this- we talked about that. That, yeah, yeah. that Asian girl? I was like, I was like, oh, great. I'm like, what, this this fell on my lap? Yep. I can't believe this. I was like talking Pretty to her. Pretty girl talking to me? Great. And then I was like, oh, I'm like talking to her. And she's like, oh, then she's finally like, uh, when she dropped that first hint, I'm like, hey, you know what? This is this is not about me. It's about her. Yeah. I was like, after that, I was like, and then I kind of, uh, I said, don't go anywhere. I'm like, let me, then I then I kind of like laid into her. Not, not personally, but professionally. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, yeah, I just, uh, I hit her with the left hook, and I was like, "This is a, uh, this is what you're doing is." Uh, um, I said, then I asked her questions. I'm like, I'm "Like, where did you go to school?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, I went to university." And I said, "What did you study?" And she's like, "Accounting." And I said, "Get back into it." <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah. Like, really, maybe she needed an interaction like that because it, very likely this is her. Who knows? I don't know how many times she's done it before, but if you were able to read that she was a novice. And you were able to tell her, hey. Oh, yeah. It, it came, what like, did you do? Yeah, I'm like, you're not fooling anybody. Yeah. Like, there's, there, I know because like, like, you know, there's, uh, um, there's groups in there where they teach you how to like uh, deal with like people who are um, 
like they can they catch on to you and then mm-hmm. you have to like start to ask like answer a question with the question whatever yep. their stupid fucking well, laws are but like they um or rules that they teach you right yeah yeah but like this one was i, I just i'm I just like whoosh, just cut it right off and I was, yeah just so just cut it and then just be like um walk away from this i'm like if you have a, you have a great education you have like you have you left pretty much what could be like a really successful career mm-hmm. to, to like go after easy money yeah and then i go after like some sort of like pyramid scheme where like you're not uh which you're obviously not suited to do because you're i know you have to start somewhere but you don't have to if you go back to your next job well the the problem is she got duped into thinking that she wasn't good enough and they were going to make her better yeah and this was going to be a pathway to success it's a promise it's it's an empty promise it's an empty promise that's all it is it's it's, it's wishful thinking that they brainwash you with so i've always said that if you walk and this is like there's like a again this kind of goes back to the person who i was who who ultimately got me realizing that like mlms and cults and all that kind of stuff is like just bad news Mm -hmm. Uh, i was working at reds and i was talking to a buddy of mine about the idea that if i can get somebody to open their mouth that I can get them to do anything. And that whole thing comes from the Drew Carey show. When Wick was trying to tell Drew that his friends were idiots. Oh, yeah. Oswald's yeah, there. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oswald. I yeah, I told open your mouth. That. Yeah. And yeah. Oswald just opened it. Mm-hmm. Or he's like, why? He's like, I'll give you $5. And he opened his mouth. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, that's all it takes. If I can get you to open your mouth mm-hmm. with a question yeah. that sounds sincere enough, I got you. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you can condition people to do that. I can condition you to do that anytime I want you to. So like it was the, the joke that I made. And then this other friend was like, well, that's that's stupid. So I called another guy who worked with us who was naive. Great heart in this kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the kind of kid who like the fight happens, the bullets start flying. He's trying to make sure nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. But a dummy. So I walked him over. I'm like, hey, do me a favor. Open your mouth. And he's like, all right, whatever. And he opened his mouth. I'm like, you see? Like, I mean, I can sell this dude anything. And yeah. we all knew the kind of person he was. Mm-hmm. Super naive. And they're the ones, not because they're stupid, but because they're naive, to get sucked into these things. Exactly, yeah. So, like, yeah, it's, it's very, uh, like, even, like, you're naive when you walk in there. Because, like, you're mm-hmm. just like, uh, I want to, uh, yeah, this seems like, uh, okay, you said that we, we can do this. And like, it'll take, I just have to build a team and yeah. uh, do all this stuff. Like, where do, you, where do I start? Like, you start under me, and then, like, uh, then you can lead. And then all of a sudden, like, it's Pyramid 101. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, uh, so you you walk in with curiosity, but then the, your naivety to, uh, naivete put <laughs> naivete to takes Smart over, guy. and then uh, you're just uh, um, you're just another person to them. You're not, you're another dollar sign that they, they could potentially use. Oh yeah. And if you're not, then they'll be like, uh, yeah, just keep plugging away at it. And next thing you know, you've uh, like some people they've wasted like five years of their life. Oh, trying well, to like uh, Edmondson was talking about it, how she went. Uh, the show is out now. I think the vow, the I think it's called the vow. About uh, Keith Rainier and um, the what's it, the Vanguard of mm-hmm. Nexium, and how she says you walk in there and you um, you've got five days in your seminar. You pay them like two grand and do your five day seminar, and then from there you get told, well, you know, in the sixth day or the eighth day or the thirteenth day, and you're gonna you're gonna end up like learning all this other stuff. It's gonna help you get along and get better and get smarter. So then you, well, I just paid two grand. What's gonna cost me to get to day sixteen? Well, it's another five grand. Then it's a, well, you think, all right, well, it's another five grand, but I am doing well. I did learn some stuff here, and my mind, my juices are flowing. We're going to help the world. Before you realize it, you've spent the money, and they're telling you you'll get your money back when you recruit more people. Exactly. And then you recruit somebody else, and next thing you know, you got these two people on the hook. Mm-hmm. You get all your money back, but to get to day 25, you have to. You got to take $15,000 and put it in my pocket. And you're like, well, that's everything I just got back, but they're giving it to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no different than what like, uh, Copeland and Osteen do. Where the whole like, you know, send us a nickel, we'll send it back. Exactly. Then send us 50 bucks, we'll send it back. Yep. Then send us $500, I'll build a church. 
There is no church. There's no church. There's no church, man. No. They're they yeah, shit. Yeah, because like, remember, I remember myself and a friend of the show, Brackus, uh, uh, we went to this one. I won't say the company out loud, but uh, they are in it. They're Edmonton-based, and they it is a financial scam. And oh, we already know what it is. We know what it is. Um, and uh, they... Do they I, exist in our world? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, uh, and it's a financial scam, you say? I say. Hi. Yeah, they are a group of sorts. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 a financial group um, on this planet, uh, uh, and so uh, I, <laughs> I, I there was a um, so yeah I, I went there and I was like this is I even said I was like this is totally bullshit I said in front of everybody I'm like this yep. is this is fucking bullshit and I knew some people from high school there and then I was like this is I sort of walked out and I'm like that was a total waste of time total crap and so they looked at me as like they're like uh, answer the question with the question so if I say this just say like. Uh, why are you so interested about it? Yeah. yeah. So like, why are you, what do you like? So what does this question do? Like, what do you want me to do? How do you want, want it to, how do you want me it? to answer? Yeah. It's all this fucking, it's, 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 uh, it's a, it's a, it's a circle of empty logic. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. That's what they were talking about that too. Yeah. So like, like I was sitting there, I'm like, and I, wa- I was like, this is bullshit. I'm like, you guys are all like, I can't believe like what I'm seeing here. Right. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is not for me. So I just walked out and then I recognized one of the guys there. I, I went to high school with him. Uh, not a very bright guy. Um, so, uh, he went to Ainley, uh, and then I ran into him about five years afterwards. Mm-hmm. I saw him at, uh, I don't even know where I saw him. I saw him at a mall or something. And then I said, uh, he saw me there and he's like, Hey man, what's going on? And I said, Hey buddy, what's going on? And then he, I said, uh, 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 I said, are you still with that, uh, um, the scam, the, 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 the scam thing? Uh, I see. So he's like, yeah, I'm just putting my team together. I was like, that was five years ago. And you're just doing it now, huh? I was like, what? And I said, that's five years ago. I, I, I know that's not a polite thing to say to someone who's mm-hmm. like, you know, you don't want to insult anyone for what they do, right? But like... You've only gotten to your team building. I'm like, what? Now. I'm like, I'm like, you, like, like, from what they said. Yeah. From what the story that they were selling you, that they were selling you, like they said in five years, you should, you should be worth $100,000, if mm-hmm. not more. And this guy was just putting his team together. I'm like... You have been like they took five years of your life away. Yeah, and how much money? Yeah, and and if you cut that in half, your your blame is that you allowed this to happen to you. Yep. You never saw a you did like like I saw him like when <laughs> after when I looked at him, I was like like you never judge someone on the way they dress, but I'm like man, you don't look like you're you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Man, that is that is super that accurate. Is, that yeah. is that is a good way to gauge. Like those those bullshit groups, like the the way somebody's dressed, right? Yeah. We had something super similar happen with again fucking the same dude. We went to a seminar for this like a, a land ownership group. Mm-hmm. Like you're all gonna get in there, you're all gonna put a little bit of money in. They're gonna buy a shit ton of land somewhere in southern Alberta or in central Alberta. You all get access to a certain amount of land, but you can't actually go and see what you own. What you own because then all in the yeah. group. And the guy who was presenting it to us was talking about how much money we're all going to make. And this is like the 10th, 15th, 20th time he's done it. Mm-hmm. The guy's wearing this like cheap powder blue suit yeah. with like what clearly looks like a shirt and tie that came in the same packet mm-hmm. for cheap. Like a three mo- other shirts. Like a modern day Larry from Three's Company. Like a modern day polyester clad Larry yeah. from Three's Company mm-hmm. wearing like a, a Walmart watch. Yeah. Like he did not look like the guy in a guy who walks into a place and is worth a ton of money. Yeah. Now I've worked with guys who are worth like um, like millions of dollars mm-hmm. and uh, not not that I'm I'm worth that much but I've worked with these people doing like security and stuff mm-hmm. who dressed 
very down compared to like what what you would expect a millionaire to be dressed like. Yeah. But still like nice quality stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, that guy's a millionaire, but like clearly he's wearing Jordans. Yeah. And he's wearing like a nice watch, mm-hmm. and he's wearing a really nice T-shirt. Yeah. But that's a fucking Versace T-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Now, he's T-shirt and jeans, but all that shit costs a lot. Mm-hmm. This guy was claiming to be a millionaire dressed like a dollar heir. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't good, man. Yeah. And he's selling you. Yeah, same thing. So when you see that, like, and you recognize that, it's like all these red flags start popping up. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're, like, like, you're making $100,000 a year. Okay. Mm. About to start your own team. About to start your own team. Like, that's that's what I should be looking at right now. Yeah. And uh, uh, what I see right now is someone who just wasted their, their time. Yeah. Wasted five years of their life. Man, and that's, again, I keep coming back to it because it's a, I think in that age group, it's a big deal. How much money did you put into it? That's a, that I that's the thing that 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 amount yeah if he had to put more into it that's even that just that just puts him deeper in the dirt deeper in man yeah it's crazy yeah like I looked at him and I was like when he was telling me that whole story that yeah, because I was and then the, the then the, the all the gear started turning and I was like okay he like how much money did he put into this mm-hmm. how much time did he waste what did he say no to yeah but when they when he had an avenue out and then um. <laughs> Google, Google just got mad at you. Yeah, and then I was like, I, all this, I just want, to, honestly, like, I just want to slap him in the face. Yeah, just to like shake him just out, just to of wake it, him up, just to wake him up. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Well, you know what? That's that's what a lot of these stories end up being. Is somebody ends up seeing something. Yeah, I just want to like just look at it, just like like just give yeah. up. Yeah, where like somebody like you who knows them well enough will say something to them that makes them check, like just makes them like kind of give a little less and ask a little more. And then get a response that doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. Like I, that was, uh, I guess my feeling at that point uh, was more of a anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I, I, number one, I didn't give a shit about this guy. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just said, okay, you know what? You're just a, like, I can't, you're not even a fucking human being the way I'm looking at you right now. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, like, you know what? Here's no, but, the thing. But, I, no, I'll no, say this. Hold but, on. Oh, no. You did care about him. I when did, that, that that's, disgusted that's what you, say, what he yeah. did to himself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was just, I was so disgusted for what yeah. he did to himself. Yeah. I just, uh, I was just like, man, we're not even the same species. Yeah, no, you're just yeah. grossed out by what he allowed happen. Yeah, to so I, that's why I didn't say like, uh, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, it, then I, then I finally I was like, take myself out of the equation. Like, who am mm-hmm. I to say anything? But like, same time, it's like, because I've been, I, I, I saw the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe do I owe it to him to like say like, mm-hmm. uh, get out, get out, get a real job, and like, doesn't matter what it is, but like, don't do this. Don't be a slave to these people because all, all they do is just take advantage of you. You yeah, Nobody's so. going to look at you for saying that and be like, man, just mind your own business. No, yeah. no one's going to say that. I don't, I don't care if it's a, a scam or multi-level marketing or obesity or whatever. If you genuinely cared about somebody, you're like, what are you doing to yourself, man? Mm-hmm. I need to ask you a serious question. What the fuck are you doing to yourself? Yeah. And they look back at you and they're like, you know what? It's none of your goddamn business. Don't tell me how to live my life. I'm going to go do what I'm doing because these people are showing me the way. And then they come back five years later. Like, yeah. Hey, five years ago, I was a dick. And you were trying to get me out. And I yelled at you. I was wrong. Can we be friends again? Mm-hmm. Then, like, think of how you would feel. Yeah. Or in five years, he's got $500,000. And he's like, you were wrong. You're like, maybe I was wrong. Good I was for wrong. You. Yeah, it's fine. Later, homie. Go, go ahead. But back then, it looked like shit. Yeah. And now it looks okay. So. Exactly. Like, I would rather earn my money, uh, honestly, Yes. Then by, like, ripping if, off if old that, people. Yeah, if that's the way you want to live your life, or like earn a living and like, make a dollar, that's fine. But like, cool. I, I just when everything that I read about that place and what I learned and from what I saw, I'm like, that is such a disingenuous way to make money. Absolutely. So like, I don't want to go to people's houses and restructure their in, their insurance mm-hmm. 
and uh, get them on board with something. That's not what I do. I'm not in financial aid. That's not no, what no. I do. Okay, if you want to, if you want to do that stuff, go to a bank. Yeah, go to a reputable, like uh, what, what's that? Uh, FDIC. Like, go to one of these places. Go to, yeah, go go that, to <laughs> yeah, go to your go to your go to your bank and say like, I want to talk to a financial analyst. And yes. I was like, you know what? I want to do this with my money. I want to retire at this age. I want to put this much money away. What What's the best pathway? I want to do stocks. Blah blah blah. These people are trained to do this. They don't pick people off the streets and go and. They're not going to recruit you in a Starbucks. Yeah, like, exactly. I had the same. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. the same dude. Uh, the same company. I had a guy try to recruit me from a um, uh, what's it called a Marshalls. Again, I'm talking about it here too. He tried to recruit me while yeah. I'm buying T-shirts on the Marshalls. Mm-hmm. And like, I, like I said, I tend to mumble to myself a lot. Like yeah. I talk to myself a lot. So I was just walking around making fun of T-shirts. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, the guy's like, "What's so funny? Like, what is this going on here? Is this dude trying to pick me up?" Like, you know, I'm thank you, flattered, but. I got my own thing going on over here. Oh yeah, man! I, I, I've it been, was weird. I've been stopped at chapters twice. This one, the guy, this other guy said it to me, and then I ran to him again. Yeah, yeah. So I ran to him again, but this was uh, I, I saw him, and then I, I had no. This is when I had no beard, mm-hmm. and he was soliciting me for some reason. And then he's oh, like, uh, "So sounds pornographic." Yeah. So I was like, say, I was going through stuff, and he's like, "Hey, man, uh, uh, so I'm buying my cousin, I'm buying my nephew like a superhero comic, a graphic. Which one should I buy?" I'm like, "Oh, like, oh, okay. If I, like, yeah, I, I would recommend Batman." I said, uh, has he read The Long Halloween? I said, no. I'm like, well, you can read this. And he's like, The Dark Knight Returns? Read this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Then he kind of, I could tell he wanted to fast yep. forward through all that shit. And then he, uh, and then he said, uh, so what do you do? cheap to buy all this stuff, right? Yeah, they said, I said, what do you do? And I said, uh, I'm like, I don't know, I work. <laughs> I'm an and, astronaut. Yeah, and he said, oh, uh, how do you like it? No other, no other, That's like, that. Nah, how do you like it? And I said, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, work is work. Uh, it pays the bills and, uh, that's it. And then uh, he said, uh, he goes, um, oh, are you happy there? And I said, uh, 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 I said, yeah, I said, I'm fine with work. I'm like, work is work. And he said, uh, cool. And he's like, uh, hey, man, I'd, I'd love to continue this conversation further. Do you mind if I get your number? And then. Uh, <laughs> what conversation, yeah. man? I don't even know you. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I said, sure. And I was like, sure. And then I gave him a, I, I just made up, but I, I said, uh, f- I said, five, eight, seven, two, five, four. Three, two, one, five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just, I, yeah, so I, I thought of a three, I thought of nine digits and I threw another one in there. I'm like, five. <laughs> <laughs> just give him one more for the hell of it. Yeah, so then I was like, uh, and then. Um, uh, he and, probably broke the poor kid's brain. Yeah, well, he's sitting there, he's like putting in his phone. And he's like, repeat that again. And I'm Dang. like, he said, repeat that again. I, I totally forgot the numbers. <laughs> so I just gave him a whole new number. Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Yeah. Um, got to drop that one every time. That's the exact, that's the one to go use. <laughs> every single time, man. And then, uh, and then, so then I, I didn't go there for a while. And then in, uh, in, in October, when I grew my beard, I went there and I saw him. And he looked at me and I was like, ah, oh, shit. I'm like, this, uh, not, this, not this idiot again. Uh, and then he's like, hey, uh, do I know you? I said, who are you? I said, what? And then he's like, uh, he's like, no, I said, what? And then he's like, have we met before? And I said, no, I'm sorry, we haven't. And he's like, oh, he goes, you look so familiar, right? I said, no, I never met you before in my life. But you knew. Yeah, and I, but then I said, uh, then, yeah, I knew. I, 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 looked, I think he was wearing the same thing, too. But you just, you, you for some reason, out of everybody I know, you love to, to just like screw with these people. It's, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't, there should be another way of handling this. Yeah. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> other, other than, you know, demoralizing them. Yeah, other than the sledgehammer approach, but you, can't do, you, you can't do that in a public place, right? So, yeah, like, you don't want to become, well, you can, you can if you want to, but you want to, I don't want to come off as a total asshole. And so, uh, you sure about that? Well, it depends on, like, how, <laughs> how, how, how deep he was, like, trying to dive into it. Yeah, but, yeah. like, uh, and I said, no, then I was like, 
Um, then I'll, 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 I got to get out of here, right? But then yeah. I was like, no, I'm like, I have to get out of here. He has to get out of here. So I sat there and I, I, I sat there and read a book. And this guy is just, he's just looking at me and he's like, I know this is the guy, right? But he, I, I knew he for a fact he knew it was me, right? Oh, yeah. But he does not have the guts to come up to me. He's like, no. hey, no, no, you're the guy. I know you're the guy. And the thing is, he couldn't call my, and then he picked out his phone. He took out his phone. I'm like, that's not going to ring to my phone. <laughs> no, it's going to ring to your phone anyway. 587, whatever. Oh, man. 587. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, and one thing is like it's it, so gross though. I the thing is I don't know how. To, like I think I'm just playing a game with them. Like I just, subconsciously I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like, why not just end this? Yeah, and well, you know what it is too. It's like when you see it and you you recognize that somebody is trying to essentially screw you over. Yeah, and you know here's the, here's the problem though. I don't know if he knew. I don't know if they knew. Like because I think when they get indoctrinated into that or churches or cults or whatever it is yeah they don't know when to walk away no no i don't think yeah. they know what they're doing is annoying like if okay, you yeah that um that i bet you anything they're they have no idea how, how they're being annoying they all. don't know at all they don't know because the people who end up making it to that level they're true believers like there's this there's this like phenomenon i think that happens with these like where they feel okay a great example she was talking about oh, you, uh, know, you know what they, actually you know why you know hmm. i'll tell you why because i did not say the word no there you go. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of kept giving like, I don't know. They're, tra- they're trained for the word no. Yeah, they hear or, that. Or get away from me or whatever. I'm not interested, right? I never said that. Only a sip deals in absolutes. The second you give him an absolute, he doesn't know how to deal with it. Exactly. So yeah. that, that's what I did not do. So I, I, I put him on a ride. Yeah. Um, but the problem was that um, I let the ride go on for a little bit too long. That's what it is. But but, but he, saw, he was still on the ride. Well, his training didn't kick in. None. But what I was getting at is that guy, the reason his training didn't kick in is he's suscept- he is susceptible to the indoctrination. Mm-hmm. And when he, like, uh, well, the shoe was talking about- It was about, painfully obvious, too. Yeah. Uh, painfully obvious. Yeah. Like, when you, when you talk to me, like, this guy for sure is the kind of guy who gets sucked into a cult. Yeah. Because- Look! Look at look at his eyes. Like they have that weird look on their face. They yeah, they're, yeah, because they're just like really yeah, and then they're like waiting for. And they they're, they're just like they're like they're just sweating. They're like I can't wait to get the next question. Exactly. I they're like okay, you know what? They told me like step one, step two, step three, step four. Okay, I'm at step one. How do I get to step two? Okay, yeah. shit. He's not giving me the. He's not giving me an in. How do I do it? And I'm like, you could see the calculations he's doing in his head. I can see his eyes. He's sitting there. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So what should I do this? So yeah. So you like this? Yeah. So what do you do? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, man. Like you're building rapport in the wrong places. You're doing it the wrong way, man. You don't know how to do this. Like you, you don't understand the like because they're this is the not Dale Carnegie training. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The techniques they're getting aren't. You know what? They're not Dale Carnegie training. The techniques they get are more in line with like uh, neuro linguistic programming. Yeah. They're being told like if you use these words, it will make them your friend. It'll make them more likely That's to exactly be on your it. side. Yeah. Whereas Dale Carnegie is is trying to re- empower you to make you more confident to interact in a better way. These people are being told how to dupe you mm-hmm. into believing what they're selling. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. Like the, these people are not. Uh, like having that, if that if that is your training to how to mm. deal with people, uh, in your life, uh. That is a very. That's going to lead to like like just failure after failure. Um, that's it's not going to get you anywhere. Well, it's going to lead a lot to a lot of emptiness. Like you're not going to be full. Like you think you might be fulfilled. Like you, the end goal is success and a big house and a wife who loves you and high fives from your kids because you're the pro, you're the provider. And that's not going to happen. No, it's going to be a lot of emptiness. Yeah, because you're cause, never going to get. There. Yeah, because then you're going to shake off whatever like whatever fake training they gave you. Yeah. And real life and real life uh, in interactions with people, you're going to be like. You're going to talk to people like like how these people train you, mm-hmm. like normal people in your everyday life, and you're going to be like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? 
Oh yeah, people. That's how they're gonna look at you. Yeah, it's just it's it's weird how people, All your... how people are just like indoctrinated and in how yeah. they're, um, and just a failure to think for yourself. Like that uh, the robotic artificial laugh at jokes that aren't funny. Yeah, it's like that's what you become. You become that thing where it's like, yeah, ha ha. He told joke. Must laugh yeah. now. Ha ha ha. It's five o'clock. It's five p.m. somewhere. <laughs> Hello. Ha ha. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you become that version of the yeah, robot. Exactly. Uh, it's wild, man. It doesn't like it's uh it's it's freakish though. Like when they actually get out, when you see that the true believer who walks away, mm-hmm. and then you kind of see how little of a true believer they really were. Like yeah. they got into it. Like when you see the um like the Leah Remini thing and the Edmonds Edmondson thing and the people who who I've kind of seen go in and out of organizations that were like ML, MLMs or, or culty, right? Mm-hmm. When they walk out. They always have this look on their face like, I can't believe I got duped by that shit. Like, I can't believe that was something I, I thought I was going to give yeah, everything they're stunned. into. Yeah, they're, 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 they're legitimately stunned. Legitimately stunned. Yeah. But then there's a person in that group who doesn't get out. And then you see the, like, the interactions you have with them and the interactions you have with your friend or the interactions you see among people who are stunned. Mm-hmm. And it's very different. It's very different. Like yeah. those, those lifers and true believers, it's wild, man. It's like they're in a different place of just like, you know, blind like faith loyalty they're they're in deep yeah it's it's uh it's uh yeah it's like a it's like any cult or any like any diehard religion yep Yep, oh yeah same Mm -hmm. thing we had a girl one time um and this is the the flip side of that me and doug were in the shangmai airport no but the bangkok airport uh smb and uh we were sitting around waiting for our flight and there's like a japanese like she looked very not traditional japanese but she was definitely japanese and not um not thai and even by the accent, like, you know, we're trained to hear those, those accents, right? But she walks up and she's going to ask us questionnaires and it turns out it was about like traveling internationally, especially to Japan. And the way she was asking the question, mm-hmm. she knew exactly how to get automatic affirmative responses out of us yeah. to join her conversation. She walked up. She was very nice to us. She extended her hand in this like really polite, nice way. And she bowed. And next thing you know, me and Doug are sitting there, and like I'm, I'm looking at him because he's about like three seats over, because there was like two air conditioning units mm-hmm. or three, like three banks of seats over, and he's sitting in front of one, I'm sitting in front of the other because it was hot as balls. It was such a hot day. So we're sitting there. I look over, and he's talking to this girl, and I see her nodding and nodding, and she extends her hand, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is nice. I'm affirmative. Seeing a nice affirmative thing going on over here." Yeah. She's a clipboard, and next thing you know, Doug's talking to her and talking and talking, and then he thanks her for her time, and she walks away. And she walks to somebody else. I look at him. He's like, I don't know what the hell just happened. But I think I just filled out a survey. So then she's walking around. I'm watching her do the same thing with everybody. And her body language never quite changed. It was always like very polite. And not in like a weird, you know, what we expect uh, Canadians or Japanese people to be as far as politeness goes. Yeah. Her body language was very like uh, like hypnotic. The way she was moving was all very like, hello, I'm your friend. I'm nodding. So you'll start nodding. I'm very happy. You'll be happy. And her makeup was like very subdued, but very like child, like porcelain dolly. So when you look at her, you're like, well, she's actually like, you know, she looks very like uh, innocent. So everything about her was designed to get an affirmative response to the people she was talking to. Ah. I was like, it was like bloody creepy, man. And she comes to me. I'm watching her walk over to me and she just starts mm-hmm. talking and I start interacting with her and she's very like, hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm like, what is going on here? Wow. Then Doug watched her have the same interaction with me that I watched her have with him. I'm like, it was weird, man. Like, I couldn't say no to her. It was like, it was, you weren't able to give her like a negative response. It wasn't anything major. She wanted to know where we were traveling. Will we ever travel here again? Would we, would we go to Japan? What what do we think about Japan? And then something else. But what kind of food do we like? Mm. And she was gone. Off to the next person. 
but we both recognized right away. And ever since then, I've kind of been a little bit, um, not suspicious, but like uh, in weary. tune, yep. weary yep. about like those people in, in those situations. Yeah. You walk up and they have that, like they're just trying to hypnotize you with the way they're moving. That's kind of cool though. It's a, that's, that's a cool life experience. It was a very cool life experience. Yeah. It was very cool to see it happen to everybody and then kind of be like, not me. And <laughs> she walked up to me and I'm like, oh no, me too. Mm-hmm. I can't say no to you. Like you look so innocent. She I'm, was, I'm glad you actually kept, like, kept watching her. Yeah. It was wild. You could not watch her. Yeah. And it wasn't because like there was uh there was something like intriguing about it, like, oh look at that uh, lovely Japanese very sexy. It wasn't that at all. Like you were watching her just in awe of her get these affirmative and they were all like every interaction was very positive. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter if they were white, like he's white, I'm not. There's ties. There's people who don't look like they're from anywhere. <laughs> There's some like hardcore Indian looking people. Some people told her, like, hit the road, I'm busy. But um I would say 12 out of 15 were all positive. Mm. And it was all to do like all body mo- all body language. Oh, her man. movement was all like a, like a metronome. I should have met her in Starbucks instead of the other one. Ah, she would have got you. You would have gotten, she would have gotten whatever she wanted out of you and then some. Yeah, then we'd be, I'd be crying here about it. You, you would be crying to her about it? I'd be crying here about it. Like, You'd be crying here about yeah, it. Yeah, the, the one time I got, I got taken advantage of. I got duped in a Starbucks. Yeah. She took all my money. Yeah. But, uh, and she did the was... same thing to like 12 other people. <laughs> 12 <laughs> in, other in, people. In the exact same way. <laughs> but I've always been fascinated by the idea of how people get sucked into like organizations and cults. Like yeah. how does it happen, right? At what point, like I mean I know you have, but at what point do you tell your boss to, to go F himself? Like we've all done it. We all know, we, yeah. I mean, well, people we know generally in our group of friends mm-hmm. are we're not aggressive, but we're pretty assertive. Like we take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So our group does. I know lots of people who would never say that. Yeah. But um, like at what point when you're in a cult, because that becomes like your boss, becomes mm-hmm. like another supervisor. Yeah. There's levels. At what point do you question it and tell like they ask you to do something? You're like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. Go F yourself. I'm out. Oh, man. There's there, there's so many ways that people have to. Uh, I guess like when it, when it comes down to like. Uh, like I guess, for lack of a better term, standing up for yourself, or or when, you, when, or when you realize enough is enough. Yep. Where you're like, um, okay, when does my, uh, uh, I know that this is a, like, I signed up, for this, I signed up for this for a reason, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what, I've I've followed all the rules. They've tem- they've taught they've taught me so much, but I think that, I, I think there's, because um, it all depends. Like I think it all depends on what it does for you. That's what it is. So like it's uh so like am I is it do I see myself constantly getting better? Is my life getting better? Yeah. Um, or am I aimlessly drifting around and be like, you know what, I'm not, uh, I'm still low on the totem pole basically, right? Mm-hmm. So like, like, what am I, what am I getting out of this, right? And for some people, they, they, uh, they either wake up seeing, because when they see what's happening to other people, or where, where am I actually in this place? Like, well, how, like, how far am I, am I going in this? Yeah. Um, so yeah, or, or some people just have an epiphany, I, I, I find. I think for sure. Yeah. For sure. I, but I, like you said earlier, it's all about, I think the way most of these guys get you, and I mean, we've kind of reiterated that, the most the way these guys, these companies get you, organizations yeah. get you is, we're going to make you a better you. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot of hard work, and it's going to cost you a little bit, but you're going to get loads back. Yeah. There's a process. Trust the process. We're going to make you a better you. Mm-hmm. And then the epiphany happens. Yeah. After however long it is, yeah. but eventually epiphany happens. Where it's like, well, why are we... Why are we doing this? Yeah, why does it cost me so much to make myself a better me? Right? I mean, because like, you know, we were told early on, like, um, martial arts does it a lot. Martial arts has the same kind of thing. Shitty martial arts schools. Good ones, generally, like, you know, you go in there, you learn, you walk mm-hmm. away. 
But shitty ones do a very culty thing too, where like some people might get moved up, some people might not get moved up. And then like uh, maybe you'll see like schools where they're always rotating like white belts, yellow belts, red. Like everybody's always you're always getting belted because mm-hmm. they're making a lot of money doing whatever, right? Yeah, but, I, th- I think that's a, that's another thing too. It's starting to wrap, but like no, 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 uh, is fine. that is that what is this going to cost? What is this costing me? What is it costing? And, and, and like it, it it can be money. Yep. But it can be anything. Is it costing me like t- time from my family? Mm-hmm. Is it costing me? Uh, um, it could be anything. It could be like is it, is it costing me? Uh, uh, my former job. Exactly. Is it costing me like uh, my? Yeah, it could be anything. It could like, be anything. Yeah. It so could like, be any. It could be any like number of things, monetary or like, is it costing me my emotional happiness? Exactly. When it's supposed to be contributing to my emotional happiness. Yeah. Is it costing me psychologically? Is like, yeah. uh, is it causing like, do I feel better than am I am I feeling better the next day? Yeah. Who knows? And if they and then I think that's where like people have the epiphany of like I'm like Jesus Christ, this is costing me all my time. This is like. I haven't seen my family in so long. Mm-hmm. I'm locked up in this like this church or whatever the hell it is. Whatever right? it is, yeah. But yeah. So I, th- I think that's uh, um, that ties into that as well. But sorry, yeah. sorry to interrupt. Finish, no, but, no, but no, yeah. that's that's in line with that. It's mm-hmm. like they tell you that you know you're gonna get better, you're gonna get this, you're gonna get that. Mm-hmm. But you know you're always recruiting for the place, bringing more people in. You're seeing the turnover happen, whatever yeah. it is, right? But yeah, what I was, yeah, what I was I'm getting a, at, I'm just a cog. I'm just yeah. a cog. What mm-hmm. I was getting at is the um, the idea of how they'll tell you. Um, like, you know, you're not advancing because you don't trust the system, mm-hmm. but more people come in and out and they're all like, you know, but you're still paying money out of it. You're still, you're still paying for every time you go want to go take a test or an exam, mm-hmm. or if you want to get to the next level of the MLM, or if you want to become the next, uh, what's called the, the, what was that? have a name for it. I can't remember what it is. When you're, when you're earning so much, I have like a name that they call you, but when you want to become that guy, it's going to cost you more, but you fail your exam. So you can't become that guy this year. Exactly. You know, so that's what they're doing to you. It's just a way for you to get, it's, they're all just multi-level marketing scams that's, that's at the end of the day well and that, that's like the 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 acquisition of wealth is a driving force behind a lot of things going wrong for in sure. society right now so uh if there's money to be if there's money to be had um people will be surprised how like what lengths people will to go to get it like we, we're oh, all like we're all like we're all into life like we have to make money no matter what right because like it's it's a it, that's how we survive you need money to buy goods yeah exactly <laughs> goods and services. that's all it is like that it's, it's a simple concept it's, it's the newest version of tr- of trading uh you know something bartering. for something yeah, it's for bartering right but like there's there's a certain point where like uh, your um your your integrity and who you are is online as well. Absolutely. And I, I think that's where you draw the line. Yeah. you yeah. Like you said before, man, it's, you're going to hit that epiphany, hopefully. Mm-hmm. You're going to realize that you, you don't want to be a cog in somebody else's story. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, I, I, why not start your own machine? Yep. Start your own machine, man. And, not, and not, not to take advantage of everyone, but like just to uh, genuinely make people's lives better. Yeah, don't become a cult leader. No. <laughs> like, you know, like... That's all bullshit. That's don't, all bullshit. Don't start yeah. your own machine in the sense of like, well, yeah. you know what? I've seen how this works. Yeah. I can start a cult. Well... Because then you're going to become like that... Uh, remember Kumari? Did you ever see that documentary? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did see it. Vimeo years ago. But I Long think you can get on like, ago, yeah. Netflix and shit. No, mm-hmm. I think YouTube's got the whole thing. Yeah. In, yeah, like, it, it actual, is on YouTube. I saw it the other. I saw it there the other day, actually. Yeah, like legit high quality. Mm-hmm. It's like the the whole thing is legitimately there. Yeah, and it's all about a dude. And um, Darren Brown did something similar too by accident. It's all about a guy who decides like, let's just see if we can convince people that I'm a religious leader from India. Mm-hmm. And he's a brown guy. Yeah, it's like I'll call myself something like uh, Kamari. I'll walk out there in a robe and beads and do yoga in the park. Yeah, and like one lady will ask me what I'm doing, and I'll tell her what I am, and she'll tell two more ladies, and they'll tell two more. 
Now tell their husbands, I'll get some guys, some ladies, and yoga and religion. And then he has a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Well, essentially, he has like a like a, a he, like yeah, a faith breakdown. A, yeah, faith breakdown. Yeah. And uh, Darren Brown did something similar in one of the earlier specials he did. I don't I don't think it aired here, but you can get it like Daily Motion or YouTube or something, mm-hmm. where he tried to convince a small like a small area in southern Te- in southern Texas or Alabama or the it US was somewhere. in I, th- I think it was in Texas. It, it maybe it was yeah. Texas, mm-hmm. right? And he gets a guy in there, and he makes him like their new religious leader. Mm-hmm. And he may have like like a, a like a lineage from Jesus or some shit like that. Yeah. And that kid has like a an actual breakdown where he starts realizing that people will just believe anything, and he doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And it's wild, man. Yeah. It's you know it's it's so like, uh, it's sad when you like you realize if you are in a position of power, you'd be like like you can ruin people's lives like and at like like this. it ain't hard, man. It's not hard. It's really it's, not it's, hard. It's very. For a lot of people, it's so easy to take advantage of people, and it's like you can prey upon their weaknesses, yep. like uh, emotionally, psychologically. Like you're, just, it's 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 easier than people think. Once you find their their thing, what their hook is, like how you can get that hook in, yeah. Whether it's religion, money, family, whatever it is, whatever it is. The second you know what you can manipulate, mm-hmm. you can ruin their life. Exactly. And it's such that's a thing. dangerous yeah, ability. That's that's how I think that's how major religions work. Yep. Uh, on large scale mm-hmm. is uh um yeah you just weave your way in there until you until you find something and then you just like just milk it just milk grab it. the teat and just yeah and just milk it yeah just uh, and milk that's that's just drink that sweet milk all day the that's, sweet that's what they're doing nectar of the gods yeah so this, is, this is the this is the milk of Jesus Christ drink the, it the sweet nectar of the gods I find the sweet is, nectar is, of the is, gods is, is is oil 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 is sweet nectar of the gods. Well, you could say water, but let's like I'd say uh, I'd say oil is. You mean like uh, cooking oil or crude? Crude. Texas tea. I'd say um, uh, Georgia. Jo- George crude? No, like like in a like like a uh, not U.S. No, oil. No, right out of like uh, like right in the like in the uh, near the USSR. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean like yeah? Where was it? Where it was discovered? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you, real, real, oil. real. Like like <laughs> you know, you could there you can uh, you can uh, it was on uh, the Grand Tour. You can bathe. In, they, they have tubs where you can bathe in oil. Yeah, there is some sort of like uh, it's not even like a. You're right, not a mud bath or anything. It's a it's a mineral yeah. oil. Like it, from the earth, it's from the ground. They they, yeah. they take it out and they you can just uh, and you yeah, can yeah. just bathe in it. And you can just like move it around your body. And, yeah, I remember. You know, uh, yeah, I think, all your crevices. Yeah, I think J- Jeremy Clarkson b- bathed in oil, and then James May. Of course he, he would. He took a bath in wine. Oh, that's 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 just imagine that. They're just like that's too decadent. That's be like like Kramer and the butter. The reason I can't watch the Kramer I, and the butter thing I, yeah, is I, it's I, too decadent. Yeah, it's like I was like I gotta stay juicy. I gotta stay juicy. It's yeah. it's too uh, like you know. Pre-Christ Roman Empire shit. They, it was a long time I can't, ago. I can't. I can't. I can't watch that because that reminds me of. That's what they would have done. They had their little man servant, their, oh, their boy they, servant. They, they would have had like, oh my god, like the, the oregano, the decadence, the decadence back then. Because like, who's gonna say no to those people? They could do whatever. They could have done whatever the hell they wanted. It's wild, man. Yeah. It's like when you watch movies about uh, about Spartacus and stuff, and you're like, oh, this, this seems like they were they were no, too decadent. What's the one with uh, what's his face uh, with uh, Judy Dench? Um, the Age of Decadence. No, with that uh, that one uh, that one Roman leader. Uh, oh, Caligula. Caligula. <laughs> yeah, Caligula. There you go. <laughs> Caligula is not Judy Dench or uh, no, no, it was no, it was uh, like Helen Dame Mirren. Helen Mirren or yeah, Helen was, Mirren. Yeah, Dame Helen Mirren. Dame. Yes. Hey, she's not a broad anymore. Yeah, man. She's a dame now. Dame. Uh, no, but and that's like. I know for that's, for, de- that's decadence run amok. Well, it's it's 
it's like grotesque decadence. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's barbaric grotesque decadence. Even the mo- the movie is because a lot of that stuff was real. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's downplayed. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's like uh, whatever that is. They had to under they had to underdramatize they had to it. Underdramatize it. Yeah. Whatever the real thing was is like uh, it, it's like there's probably animals in there and like God knows what. Caligula is to decadence as Serbian film is to Taken. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. It's like what we saw was basically Taken, mm-hmm. but really, it's like. There's a Serbian film out there. Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's we're watching Caligula, but there's a Serbian film of Caligula out there that kind of tells you what it was really like. Yeah, it, it's it's like, I saw, I've seen it twice. I saw it once when I was young, and I thought it was a porno. And then, uh, <laughs> Well, that's yeah. that's what we all thought it yeah, was. Yeah, and then I saw it again, and I was like, hey, I, I read more about uh, Caligula, and yeah. I was like, uh, what is a, um, I'm like, who was this guy? Because I found out that I was, that was actually based on a real story. I'm like, this, there's a guy who actually existed real emperor, like this, yeah. and then I read about it, and I was like, this guy's out of control. Yeah. yeah, like think about how civilized we seem now, but still would seem uncivilized to people of that era. Like if they saw us now, right? But then they had Caligula, and they had uh, who was the Romanovs? What was his name? Uh, the the dude, the, the mad monk. Oh, freaking uh, Rasputin. Rasputin. Like, yeah, Rasputin. Like these stories that came out from like the Dark Ages and stuff, and the Middle Ages was just or even that's our. Like not even two hundred years ago. Yeah, the, their their definition their definition of like the haves and the have nots was like really uh, was really was was more skewed than ours oh, because there goes like, a contact. They they were they were like, uh, why wouldn't you do this? When was Rasputin? Because the societal norms are different from back then than they are now. Totally different. Yeah, Rasputin was what the forties. Yeah, around there. Like yeah. the like maybe the thirties. When when was uh, the whole Nicholas and Alexandria the Tsar and Anastasia and all that was all Rasputin, right? Yeah, around there, yeah. That's gotta be so, like yeah. the like the late thirties, maybe like mid thirties. It's pre World War Two, I think. Yeah, I have to I have to listen to the song again. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know they'll talk about, <laughs> talk about what date they have accurate names. Yeah, and if dates. you want to learn history about Rasputin, just listen to that song. But when you think about like that, that was within the lifetime of our grandparents. Yeah, and you got guys out there just you know just fucking doing whatever they want with the queen, mm-hmm. just having sex all over the place, getting stabbed and shot and thrown in rivers. Yeah, exactly. The mafia. Why did I, I do? Did your parents uh, like that that song, Rasputin? No, my parents were from Fiji, man. They didn't know the hell it was. My whole family <laughs> loves that song. They couldn't give a shit about that song. Yeah, like I remember, like my dad tried to like sing that song, and like just a little while ago, I, yeah, I yeah. put it on, and he's like, he called Rasputin. He's like, Rasmula. Rasmula. Well, it sounds Indian. I was like, he's like, Ra Ra Rasmula. I was like, Dad, let's do it again. The mullah. He is the mullah. Oh like, my god! Yeah, I was like, "Mula means cash." Oh, what else we got over here? You have a ton of stuff there. That we have to get. We have to. T- I think we hit most. I, I think a lot of this stuff was like this is all the culty stuff. Okay, because I had that in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, how assholes don't know they're assholes. <laughs> that was a big one. <laughs> this whole this is the the Trump children don't realize that Donald Trump is an asshole. They have no idea. And if they do, they're not selling it to us. But I don't think they do. I think the people have to like it's 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 not easy to criticize your parents. Um, but you, you can, you have to, you have to like begin Check it with this guy. <laughs> well, the thing is like, Rasmula. well, yeah, that's just like that, that uh, but that's poking fun. That's poking like a, fun, yeah. a, a fun thing to have. Yeah. Like, but, uh, um, like, like, like I, like, I, like my dad's like the greatest guy I know. Like I love my dad. Right. But do you He's know, likable dude. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, do you want to grow up to be your dad? No. Uh, no, nobody does. Nobody does. You don't and like, and like, as you can, you can love your parents and not like, you know. 
and not want to be like them. Like there's certain things you take from everybody. Like you take some from something from your friends or your, or your but yeah, you don't want like you know you don't want to be like you don't want to be a carbon. Yeah, copy you'll be like oh, like my dad's like alpha male. And I'm like I'm gonna be exactly like him and stuff like that, right? So you'd be like that's not a healthy way to live. No, that's that's a terrible way to live. Yeah. I, I think that's the the problem with a lot of like a lot of people who we've talked about today is they have this idea that their parents or their the ideals of their parents are infallible. Mm-hmm. And then, then you just like, that's the way it is, man. I want to be a strong guy like my dad. Yeah. My dad voted Trump and Trump's a strong guy. Yeah. He's a big, strong guy. Yeah, exactly. Because you know your parents love you. And so yeah. you sort of be like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to be like my dad, but uh, I'm glad he is my dad. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad. Or your mom or whatever, right? So yeah, just be like, you know what? Thank God. I'm like, I'm, you're like, my mom's awesome. I, like you know, everyone can say that they have the best mom. You should say that. Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you should uh, you should have reverence. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have a difference of opinion. It doesn't mean that you're never going to have uh, an argument. No, you have. At the to. same time, there should be a reverence. There should be a reverence. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. If you don't have that, it means that you have no soul. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't got. A or soul. yeah. Or you have like a really like. You have a weird relationship with your parents. <laughs> Very dark. Yeah. Like a Coraline level of dark. Yeah, Coraline, exactly. <laughs> like a Coraline level of dark relationship. Yeah. Your button-eyed, lives on the other side of the wall, father-killing spider-headed mother. Yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't really actually. I feel like movie. watching Coraline again now. I love that movie. I'll tell you what. I've never seen the movie. It's great. I've got a signed edition of the book over here. By Mr. Gaiman? I do. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. You know, like, that's that, that's a few. No, I think I, no, I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty rad. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll show those off later yeah. on. Because uh, you like Neil Gaiman. I think Jamie's. Uh, she's a huge Neil Gaiman fan too. She thinks. I think you guys. I think you guys should have it out. <laughs> she thinks. <laughs> you guys should have it out. <laughs> How many times she met him? Uh, that's right. I don't know. Uh, that's right. I'll get. I'll you're tell the you. Only one. I think you're the only big one. fat goose egg. Yeah, I think you're the only one. Yeah, that's right. Uh, really not a whole lot more here. I think that uh, oh yeah, anyone can and should be able to be president, but not everybody should be. No. Uh, was that, Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. Yeah, that's what it. That that's what it is. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Being uh, what was it fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. But you can. You can do it. You can do it. But. You, uh, you can be two, which can but, but but life will be compromised. Life will be compromised. Let's pick two out of those things. Yeah, you'll be fat and drunk. You drunk and stupid. Uh, I'd rather be fat and drunk. Be fat and drunk. Yeah. Nobody would pick stupid. No, because stupid you can't cure. You can't cure stupid. No. Well, you you can cure stupid. I don't think you can It'd cure if you're like hateful and stupid. But it's easier to like if you're if you're okay. What was it? If you're fat and if you're fat and dr- you can stop drinking and you can start working out. Yeah. But uh, yeah. if you're dumb at a certain age, you're not going to get any smarter. That's like a variation of the Winston Churchill thing, right? The Winston Churchill quote. Uh, I can't remember who it was. But yes, Churchill so was somewhere and he's drunk. Oh. He's like, <laughs> like you, you sir, are drunk. Oh, we, I don't got. Then he's, he's like. like Tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning I shall be sober. Sober, yeah. Tomorrow morning you'll still be ugly. Yeah, <laughs> like, something like that. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's he's very mean to her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. I had a whole thing here that if we got into it, where this uh, this one doctor was talking about how she was mad that DSLRs can't take a photo as well as her camera. I read that article. Yeah, it was on Petapixel. Yeah, Petapixel. Yeah, I I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're into the and space. they said that. Yeah, they said yeah. they said um, we want these things, and they 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 listed down the things that they actually wanted in uh. In DSLRs. In DSLRs. That, so I, that's correct, right? Yes. I read the same that, one. Okay, that, good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. It was yeah. uh, what, a doctor like Jan Jan Vanderveer, whatever her name is. Like mm-hmm. a really, like it's a really big name. Mm-hmm. But she was just talking about how 
she wants the phone well, she wants her her camera camera to do exactly what her phone does. Yeah. But I don't think she had a, a proper understanding of like computational photography. No. Or algorithms or mm-hmm. what her phone is actually doing and why that when you take a portrait mode photo, the edges look like shit. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't get any of that stuff. She, I don't think she has an understanding of what a zoom lens does or uh, what a prime lens does. Which is weird. Which is very odd being gonna, that if, she wrote an article in Pedro. Yeah, if you're going to write an article, especially in that publication. Yeah. That, that's very... It was It was as if they took somebody who's only used a photo just bought a DSLR because somebody told them DSLRs are amazing, mm-hmm. doesn't know how to use her camera, doesn't understand focal length or shutter speed, and then she took a photo and it didn't look right, probably because she you know, didn't, she probably had it on manual and she's looking for her automatic, and she couldn't figure her camera out, and then she got mad because her iPhone does a yeah, better then photo. Yeah, then she wrote an article Then she wrote it. an article, and she just doesn't understand. I'm not surprised by that. I'm not surprised, and it was weird to read that, that somebody didn't take time into understanding what her tool was, mm-hmm. but she was talking shit about her tools. Was, and not... it, was there a reply? To... Sorry, go ahead, sorry. No, no, that, that, there were replies. There were replies saying, like, we don't think you understand what your tools are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it was, and it's odd to me, though, that was it, that it, it was in, like, a, a pretty respected, like, fairly well-recognized online publication about photography. Yeah. Like... Should she be that clueless? Well, the thing is, like the community. I'm not sure, like how how big the how how close knit the community is, but like it's it's it has to come from a form of like, um, of educating the person and be yeah. like, you know what, like yeah, if you have all this kit, um, and you have this certain phone, mm-hmm. um, you're all set to go. Yep. So like, but uh, you have to understand, um, you have to get to the grassroots of like what it what can it can actually do for you. Yeah. And why this why they look like why the pictures look like this. Yeah. So if you understand that, um. Like you're you're already you're already ahead of the game. You're already ahead of the game. So, but but what you have to do is understand why like why these things work like this. Do you like you said computational um, algorithms when it comes to uh, when it comes to a picture? There's a reason why when you take a picture, it takes a couple of seconds for it yeah. to like to load because yeah, yeah. it's doing all the it's taking all, it's doing all the computation. Well, it's for doing you. all the processing for you. Exactly. You know. So like uh, your DSLR is not doing that. Exactly. So I don't know. I think it's uh, um, I'm not sure if maybe like her intent was to like get a response from people. And say like, I want to uh, like, uh, uh, tell me why I'm wrong. Yeah, I, who knows? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't but, know. I mean, the yeah. way it was written, it seems less that she was asking people why her camera doesn't work, and then she had her wish, wish list of like all the things she wishes, all the things she wishes, and yeah. they're all things that your camera already does if you understand what your camera does. Exactly. I just the whole thing seemed really. That's there are things that I don't mind when people when people write about DSLRs or cameras in general, but some of it put you off, right? Some put me off because you're. Look, it's almost like you're refusing to acknowledge what your tool does and getting mad at your tool. Like yeah. you're using the back end of your screwdriver to drive nails mm-hmm. when your hammer's right there. You're like, but I want my screwdriver to do it too. It's a tool, therefore it should do what all tools do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. You need to understand what your what your device does. Was that bothering you? Could you hear yourself now? No, I just I just like, oh, so he's on. not here anymore. He's not here anymore. Good call though. It's a second mm-hmm. on battery power. Whatever. No, I just I just don't like that. I don't like um like argumentative stances. When it comes to, especially in communities where most people are willing to help you out, yeah, that it, really annoys me. Okay, that's okay. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, uh, but uh, that's not gonna get, that's not going to get someone to read your article. No, and that there's, there's, that's there's, exactly yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. That, so I like that's exactly. I, I would right. I would rather have you read uh, like write that article. Yeah. And be like, look at her, and just be like, no, this is what you mean. Yeah, she this needs is what you're a, looking for. an intelligent response from somebody in the industry. Yeah, it comes off as someone who's like who picked up a DSLR for the first for like for a week. Yeah. And like like me that 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 sounded like me being angry. Yeah. That 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 my DSLR 
can't take photos as good as my S20 plus. Exactly. So like that, that but for her, it's like, I'm, who knows how educated she is. Yeah. yeah. But that's where I, I, I'm probably at the level that she's thinking that she's at or that she wrote that she's at. Yeah. I don't know. I think she thinks she's more than what you are. I think this is the kind of person who thinks that she's a that, 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 That's know. even yeah. sadder. It, which is, that's what it is. Yeah. The way it was, the way it was written. And that's not to like, that's not a, uh, a backhanded compliment to your like sensitivity towards what you don't know. I don't, I don't really don't have an, e- I don't really don't have an ego to bruise right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at. It's like, it's not like I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to like humble brag you, but be like, no, you're a better person than that. No, I literally think she thinks that she's a genius. This is or he or she, whoever Jan Jan is. That's a that that's a that's a big failing. Yeah, it's like this is somebody who's walking into a room and complaining about a very capable device that everybody else is like, why don't you just take an hour to learn your shit? Yeah. What and, what what? Sorry, go ahead. But what's what what DSLR did she have? I don't even know. I can't remember. I think she just said my DSLR. Like my DSLR doesn't do what my phone does. Yeah, because my I, iPhone I, 11 is better. Yeah, I. I, I okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go hard. <laughs> Go hard, lady. Go hard. And it's weird, too. Like, when you watch certain people who uh, who complain about things like depth of field or computational algorithms or whatever it is, and they don't understand why, like, you know, if they're using, like, a GoPro or an iPro, uh, iPhone wide angle, like, how come there's no depth of field? Yeah. It's like, they, they don't know how to use it. Like, I don't know why it's not doing it. Why isn't it doing it? Like, what's going on here? It's like, well, because you just don't know what you have in your hand. Yeah. You're using the wrong tool for the wrong job. And the failing is on you, not on your tool. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, that that is a very personal rant. <laughs> this whole thing that we ended on. I could tell there was there was some. Uh, um, like I don't you, like crybabies. Yeah, you're just like I don't know how to use your tool. Yeah, I don't like crybabies who pick something up and then complain about it when everybody else who's actually in the industry knows what they have in their hand is a capable like capable tool. Yeah, it's it's. But you don't know, so you're gonna bitch about it. Well, the thing is, like, you can't just like the the. I guess I guess the one of the big things is that you, um, the the. the I'm not saying that there she's guilty of this, but a lot of people have this uh this uh um this sense of like um I need I, I need to fulfill my needs, my personal needs. It has to be like now. Now. Kick something over? No, we're all good. No, no see, like everyone yeah. everyone, everyone needs to be felt be feel good now. I'll, I'll, yeah. It's that's a society we live in, right? Exactly. But uh Instant um, gratification. Instant gratification. I want to thank you. I that's, push that, a button. that's exactly what I was the term I was yeah. looking for. I want to push a button and I want what I want right now. Yeah, so that is what your phone is for, okay? Yeah. But um, did you get the fo- did you get the DSLR um, or and the phone? Did you, because you're interested in photography. If you're interested in photography, then you have to do the deep dive and like get to learn how to do everything. Like learn how, how to do ISOs. Like learn like learn the terminology. Go into practice and just shoot. Exactly. Yeah, but like this this lady comes off as someone who's like. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, there's a hint of self entitlement. There's like, yeah, the, that, that's the vibe I was getting when I was reading the article. There's a uh, there's a kind of person that I want. Yes, like, I want my DSLR to do like Nikon and Canon. If you're listening, I want to do this. Yes, this, 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 and this. Meanwhile, and I want I want I want it to be Wi-Fi. I want it to stream to my computer so I can do this. And if it has built-in uh, DaVinci, that'd be great. And even if it does all that, they'll still be they'll still bitch about something. For sure. There's a type of person who there's a reason that we cover up the the name. I can't believe I did that stupid Im- imitation. But. That's, that was a good imitation. Sorry. Because that person, like that, that's what I'm getting at now. There's a there's a reason that like when I go to to gear or when I go to gigs or all my gear is taped up so you can't tell what I use mm-hmm. is because of that person. That person. Because that person you just described is the kind of one who shows up while I'm shooting. They show up like yeah, you were a camera, me, yeah, yeah. and they shoot alongside you, or they tell you what you're doing wrong. Or like, I had a girl one time 
like we're talking and this is like not a like a, a, a like a racial thing at all i was shooting a wedding that had primarily very dark-skinned people mm-hmm. and she was like the only very very light-skinned lady there not gonna say what she was but she was like paper white paper white and i'm taking these photos and she walks up as I'm shooting, and I'm shooting, 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 and I've got all my exposure for the area that I'm in, so everything's working out really well. Got everything exactly how I want it, because these people who I was shooting at the time were very dark in a dark room, but I had to make them look good. And she walked up, and I hit her, and she got, she was super blown out. And she's like, can I see? I'm like, oh, God. Oh. So I show her, and she's like, that's really blown out. Wait a minute, like, the LCD screen? Yeah. Oh. So I'm like, well, you're really white. <laughs> she was like, oh, what? Well, I'm like, well, gotta tell the truth, but the truth is, you know, it's really blown out because I was shooting some really dark people, so I had all the lights set up for those people. You walked up, I just didn't change anything. I shot your photos for the moment. Yeah, the contrast. Give me a half a second. <laughs> yeah, the contrast is incredible. Yeah, I just, like, I wasn't even thinking, right? I'm just like, snappity, snappity, snappity. She walked up, she's like, ah, I'm like, snap. And she's like, can I see it? I'm like, right away. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. no. But here you go. And immediately, I'm like, this is somebody who has a base understanding, like a base understanding of what a camera can do. Yeah. And she learned the term blown out. Uh, and she's like, and now she's going to tell me how to like adjust my ISO to get my, I'm like, just go to the buffet, yeah. eat your food, and don't talk to me anymore. Yeah, d- yeah, this is, yeah, don't worry about it. Just like, just leave don't it. Don't worry about it. I've got lots of photos either that look pretty good. You just didn't know it's taking Yeah, I'm, t- I'm taking tons of photos that you're going to pay me for that you're probably never going to look at. Well, it wasn't, she wasn't the paying. She was like a, a guest. Oh, a guest? I'm like, yeah, she's a guest. Here. Yeah. She's walking like, which is a rando. It's a total rando. And I was like, all right. I don't know. The, uh, like, I don't know. I, th- I think the, the uh, uh, ah, but she was that lady. She's like that, the same thing. She's mm-hmm. the one who's got like an, uh, like I said, she probably has a camera. She's a narrow understanding of what it can do. Yeah, exactly. Is this your, yeah, it wasn't even her wedding. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. She hashtags her photos in her Instagram, like, better than the photog. Like, you know, like, hashtag better than the pros. Like, oh, it's, that's I'm okay. Shove my lens, get up your ass, like, get the hell out of my face. Oh, shit. I'm gonna, I swear to God, if I see one more of you talking about hey, that, I'm going to hey, throw hey, a mug Vic, at Vic, you. Vic, 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 best revenge is living well. Hmm. You're it right. Is. It is. You are right. The best revenge. Best is revenge is living. The well. best revenge is it's just ranting a bit on your yeah, platform. Exactly. You can hit the bag. You can hit the bag after I leave. I got. I, <laughs> probably really will. I, I haven't. I haven't all week. Yeah. Uh we had a pretty well-rounded trailer, pal. Yeah. We kind of we kind of smacked a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, my throat's uh, it's slowly getting better. It's slowly getting better. Well, you know that last one we went a little bit longer than I thought we were going to go, but uh, we did it. Yeah. We got th- through it. Well, I think. Um, uh, yeah, just slowly because I don't really, I don't really talk to anybody. Uh, I talk to, I talk to one person a week for this long of my time, and it's you. So, thanks. Uh, modern. I will say that the, I don't know where to go with that. I, uh, thanks, pal. Uh, right back at you too. I think uh, that that is the growth of this show. The the growth of this this thing that we do here mm-hmm. is that we have a good uh, a good rapport. Yeah. And then we have a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people call in, talk about things they're interested in that have no bearing on Canadians living in Canada whatsoever. No. <laughs> they yeah. don't they don't matter to us at all. No, it's uh it is it is what it is and uh um uh yeah, it's uh, it's very cathartic on a sad on a Sunday to like just really hash out whatever the hell you want to talk about. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. Yeah. If you want to be here and talk with us, you can come down here. Gotta tell us absolutely. You just got <laughs> that. That was that was robotic. <laughs> absolutely. Ah <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> ha. 
Well, I will I will say that the the music has been playing for quite some time. Well, I'll say this then. Peace out.